0: What? <music> To the Megavision Sideshow, the companion to the Companion Podcast, a Megavision's magazine, where we stray away from gaming news and what we've been playing. Let's talk about just one movie, TV show, or maybe a single game or genre. Uh, today is March twenty second, and I'm Chris, the editor of Megavisions. And joining me this week is Sketchcraft. How's it going, man?
1: <laughs> <laughs> as as fun as this week has been, I can't believe I got to I got the treat, the special treat. Yeah. The privilege. I've been able to watch something I've been trying to uh avoid or, or quarantine myself from for the better part of fifteen something fricking years, man. Like
0: <laughs> You said the Q word.
1: Yeah, I said the key word seriously, I have been dodging this film since two thousand five. Like I'm I was proud. I never had I never forced myself to sit through it. And then here we are.
0: Here we are. So uh if you don't know already this week we watched uh blood rain the uh the Uwe bowl joint the classic Uwe bowl movie uh i don't think i've ever watched this movie either i it's it's weird like i thought i had but as i sat down and actually watched it i'm like i, I don't remember any of this So i must not have watched it there's a lot of people in it that i didn't realize were in it and it was totally funny seeing that shit
1: there are people in the movie yes <laughs>
0: And they're actually, like, people with respectable acting careers. Oh, yeah. In the yeah, movie.
1: Careers, yes. And apparently the checks cleared. So. Uh,
0: people got paid. I mean. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So this, um, so the movie, uh, was released in 2006 by Uwe Boll, like we said. So this is probably one of his more infamous movies, like, infamously bad, I should say. Uh, um, I mean, and that's saying something coming from a new way bowl movie, but uh, the film was released in the States on January 6th, 2006 as a runtime of 95 minutes. It had a budget of 25 million, but only went on to gross 3.7 million worldwide. So this movie lost like over what? 22 million, uh, tw- you know, well over 20 million. it lost. Um, and I think this was, this probably was the one of the ones that, spelled kind of like the downfall for Uwe bull because a few of his movies uh i think did make money i think uh, what was the first one that we did um house of the dead i want to say made money and so it was profitable um and i can't remember when that one was released we did that a few episodes ago um but uh this one not so good and it was it's fine when you make bad movies that make money because people, there's studios out there that will continue to let a director do those movies, as long as they're making money. But when you make a bad movie that loses a lot of money, that's when your career shits the bed and you stop making those movies. And I think this was the movie that, if not started the downfall of Uwe Boll, um, definitely like, cemented it. Um, and I don't know how many more movies he made from there, because I didn't want to do more research <laughs> into Uwe Boll.
1: Um, yeah, I tend to put like all of Uwe Boll's films into the same pile as Jack Thompson's, you know, fight against uh, violent video games. You know what I mean? Like that whole era of the the, the hot coffee mods and the 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 bullshit part cool. of gaming, where I was like, oh god, I can't wait for this era to be over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I think at the time, as I remember, let me just talk a little bit about how I remember how I remember when these these films were new. With a big word at the time, I was listening to a podcast called Gaming Steve. You ever hear of Gaming Steve? Never, no. Yeah, so uh, Steven Glicker, if I remember right, was his last name. He was a uh, one of the early indie game developers. You know, the heyday of okay. gaming and stuff and those, you know, PC games and stuff. And so he did a podcast, which was really fun. Like, and he had a lot of inside info because he'd been doing game development for so long. He had friends. That, he had friends at Blizzard, so like he played World of Warcraft when he was the only one on the server, shit like that, you know. It was a oh, fun cool. show to listen to. Really fun side note about the gaming sea podcast. Somewhere around I don't know, it was before the launch of maybe been right after World of Warcraft. He uh got he put yeah, so, he decided to put some money into the show. So the original opening podcast was like one of those kind of chintzy kind of Pac Man things, you know, you know we used to use to take licensed music and Oh yeah. He went and hired a big band. <laughs> like, like you know, like the Johnny Carson Big Band, David Gaming, Steve. Like it's just like I just remember turning oh, the podcast geez. on, and here comes like someone's over the top. You know, he's got co- chorus singers in the background, and fucking he hired like the actual, like one of those actual guys that would read off like Johnny Gilbert from Jeopardy. This is Je- like that kind of voice, you know.
0: Oh, nice.
1: So it was a good podcast. But uh Stephen said that um, Gaming Steve said that these movies were just german tax write-offs because there was a giant tax loop in the german film industry and so there was a lot of like shady money that was being used to to launder Uh, tax credits so like they may have lost money on the movie but people may have pocketed you know what i mean like a few million here and there so the
0: studio lost money but people people made money some, yeah, someone in making it made the money
1: but yeah yeah i mean the tax credits or whatever also like I mean, i'm not a fucking financial dude you know what i mean but
0: right yeah uh
1: yeah so that was the word and that's how i sort of remember i'm like well you know why help organize crime and the last i remember uve bull was when he boxed a reporter and knocked shit out of so, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. i guess he was an amateur boxer back in the day so um if you talk shit to uve Boll, do it online um, and when he invites you to box him in a real match, uh, politely decline that. Don't do do not show up like this guy did. Um, which, I mean, says something. The guy had balls to do it. Um, but, yeah, he did get the piss beat out of him, which was um, pretty funny. Uh, what do you remember of Blood Rain, the video game? Because, you know what? I don't know if I really ever played those games much either.
1: Well, the last Blood Rain game I played, was when i was working at game fam i think it was issue six or seven there was i think what was it way forward or someone did like an anime 2d style blood rain game
0: yeah wasn't it wasn't that came out on like ps3 or something like that
1: yeah i can't remember what it came. i just remember doing the layout you know and i do uh,
0: remember that i do remember i did play that one as yeah, a matter
1: and, fact. I, and i did and i did the cover actually i drew a piece of blood rain art god fuck
0: oh my gosh blood rain cover. yeah so that would have to be issue. do you still first. have that by any chance because we could throw that uh, we could yeah use I can that.
1: give you the art yeah I did. okay I, sweet that's <laughs> so funny I totally forgot that that's I so. It. Awesome. it's because I did two covers I did a 3ds launch cover and I drew the and so this is funny so I drew this the magazine I drew this 3ds launch cover you know the 3ds had a bunch of weird games like Street Fighter pilot wings all that stuff mm-hmm. so they had me do like this jam cover with all these characters and people were like why are all these characters together I mean it's because for the launch of 3ds but the issue took so long to come out which you know you don't know anything about that, right? Like issue. right?
0: Yeah, I was going There was a joke <laughs> there, though. I was gonna make too. It. It's like, oh, not much has changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so, so it took a so lot to
1: come out that Dave was like, "We need, we need a fresh cover that we can make some advertising dollars." And so Blood Rain was it, you know? So I'm like, "Well, I'll draw that too," because the artwork, although works great for the game, is not the kind of artwork you put on a cover. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and so that's how I ended up drawing the Blood Rain cover.
0: Yeah. Was so, it? was she on the cover of that Playboy edition? I remember, it was like the Girls of Gaming or That's some Girl shit? That's Girls of Gaming, or, so
1: that Dave owned that. So, Dave... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so Six Degrees of Separation from Dave Howerson and Uwe Boll. Um, oh, Jesus. So Dave was a bit, he, he, girls of Gaming was Fusion Publishing, which they produced Play Magazine and Girls of Gaming. And so he put Blood Rain, I think, on issue three or four. I can't remember which one it was.
0: I just remember seeing that i th- i thought that she was also in the playboy one too um i'm not gonna google it but i i i thought that she was i i do remember <laughs> i did i think google it back in the day uh so i did see it uh and i I'm pretty sure she was in it, but um, that's the extent of my, probably my blood rain video game knowledge and experience because uh, outside of the one game you referenced, which was probably one of the last blood rain video games they made. I don't know if they did any after that. Oh, that, that, um, that
1: was the last one. Yeah,
0: that was awesome. Probably a, a good thing, but I, I just, that's the thing is like, I can't really say whether those games were very good quality. I outside of just, you know, like the eye candy that I guess, Rain yeah, was
1: the last one was a fun, you know, a competent like seven point kind of game, you know what I mean, like
0: yeah, yeah, no,
1: no, I wouldn't pay forty bucks for it, but you know if you got picked up for nine fifteen bucks, you know what I mean, like you'd be supporting the the people who took the time to hand animate all that shit, so
0: yeah, so. Um. So I'll give you a synopsis real quick, then we'll jump into the cast. Uh, so it goes like this: In the 18th century, Rain is the half-human, half-vampire Dampier and the lead attraction in a carnival's freak show in Romania. When she escapes, she meets a fortune teller that tells her, uh, that tells that her mother was raped by the king of vampires, Kagan and she decides to destroy her father. In her journey for revenge, she meets Vladimir and Sebastian, the leader of the Fortress of Vampire Hunters Brimstone, and she joins their society. She seeks for powerful talismans to defeat Kagan, while the skilled warriors Vladimir and Sebastian train her to face the forces of Kagan, and her human side falls in love with Sebastian. Oh, dear God.
1: Like You just made more sense than that entire movie I just watched. You know what I
0: mean? Like
1: You tell me that's what it's about. So in, in screenwriting, there's this age old, like, like, what's the word I'm thinking? I- irony. So you know what a log line is? No. So a log line in terms of script writing is, uh, like a 20 to 30 long sentence that accurately pitches your, the premise and the, the, the fucking point of your script. You know right. what I mean? Like the selling thing. If you're going to walk in a room and one sentence, you have to say what this is. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's the log line. And, like, a lot of the, a lot of, like, screenwriting is based around, like, oh, you said this log line, but that ain't what was in the script. Like, sometimes, like, people write a log line trying to tell you what it is. Like, oh, it's this. But then when you read it, you're like, that log line ain't the fucking script. You know, like, uh, you, ever, gotcha. you ever do that? You ever, like, say, hey, man, this song's about, oh, uh, I don't know. Like, we're going to go do an interview with someone. And then in the interview, all you're just talking to yourself. You're not really talking to them about their game or something. Mm-hmm. It's like that kind of shit. So you just told me that this was all about that. And I'm telling you, I didn't even know the fucking thing took place in Romania. Like I was
0: like, <laughs> it, I don't think it ever names the, the yeah the, No, the, I was the, like, the, so This is like a winter the, universe, you
1: know what I mean? Like, you know, like I don't know. Literally. I was
0: thinking the same thing as like I don't know really until I started doing the research after I watched it. Um I didn't know like this was even supposed to be set in like our universe until they referenced China and some other places um at some point in the movie, uh, because they I guess they got dynamite or something and they're like oh it's chinese uh and and so i was like okay that's some, must be from somewhere and so then i assume okay so they must be somewhere like in europe like eastern europe or something but why doesn't anyone have accents everyone just talks like with just normal oh well American not entirely
1: accents. true uh about an hour hour and a half in, about an hour or 45 something around around there about 45 minutes into the film uh, Michelle Rodriguez just starts trying to talk like she's from Lord of the Rings. Like, that's one- so
0: funny. <laughs> I noticed the same thing. I was wondering, yeah. like, what, it was the so, point where she's talking to Michael Madsen. That's when I yeah, noticed. Yeah, where she's talking it. to like, uh, all,
1: and then the whole balcony. <laughs> and I'm like, they yeah. must have shot that first. You know? I mean? oh. And then she just dropped that shit by the time they shoot all that exterior. That's
0: stuff. so funny yeah. that you noticed that too. God damn it. But I mean, if, oh if you're
1: a, a fan edit of this film. It really, really cheaply, and you just wanted to improve the film, all you have to do is just add locations. You know what I mean? Those, You know, like, mm-hmm. this is fucking where people are at, cause I don't know where the fuck they're at, you know, like, I don't. Also, I yeah. would say, um and I told you this when, when you had said, su- well, first you had suggested this film, and I tweeted back, <laughs> like, fucking, fucking why? Why are you doing this to me, you know?
0: <laughs> I love doing this to you. I get a, yeah. a, a sick satisfaction making you watch shitty movies.
1: Yeah. So, and then, <laughs> The only way I could get through it was I'm like, okay, this should have easily been like a four or five part sci-fi channel. You know, like sci- s-y-f-y, that, you know, like, like, or right. what was that? What was that? G24, what was that? G60 of G? The gaming oh, channel that was on it. Yeah, time. what is it,
0: G4, G4. G4.
1: So did yeah, G4, yeah. it should have, it, it had this been like a four or five part like TV show. People yeah. would give it a much bigger pass.
0: And you know what? This could have totally been like a xena style TV show with just more
1: blood and shitty sex yep. scenes. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yep. yeah. And it we got to get into the sex scene later too. It
1: really could have used a theme song.
0: No, but this would have been one a, a perfect opportunity for people to make those like uh, make those movies into like an 80s TV show style like thing. They, they've done it with like uh, uh, Game of Thrones. They've done it with those. Like this would be perfect for for something like that. Make it into like an 80s sitcom style.
1: Yeah, I could see how they could easily just take the theme to Angel, you know what I mean, and cut like a fucking opening whatever, you know, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and take some of those weird paintings and shit that's going on in the opening credits and just slap on Michelle Rodriguez, Mike Madsen, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, Billy Zane, God. and like, we'll get more into it, but there's a lot of people in here. I'm like, these are a lot of Buffy like regulars. <laughs> that don't have the benefit of having, like, a Joss Whedon or his entire career, like, their scripts. You know what I mean? Like, because like, the, the the makeup work, overall, like, the makeup work in this is pretty good for TV in 2005. You know right. what I mean? Like, if this were a TV show. But as a film, <laughs> like, I know. this is years behind the Buffy movie, which came out in, like, 91 or 92. You know, so...
0: Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so let's get into the cast real quick and then we'll jump into this, uh, into the movie itself. Uh, so, uh, starring is, uh, Christina Loken, who I think this is soon after, uh, when she was in Terminator 3. Uh, and I think at the time, like, she was looked at as, like, she might be the next big, like, female action star coming from that. Cause I remember she had a lot of hype behind her. Uh, and I think this movie might have just completely derailed that. Um, so she <laughs> stars as Rain.
1: Didn't she marry Michelle Rodriguez? What? Hold on. Did she? I, Cause if you, I didn't realize, I'm like, she looks familiar and you said T3 and I could have sworn Michelle Rodriguez and the Terminator 3 chick got together.
0: You know, like. No way.
1: Yeah, let me see really quickly. Do, 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 do.
0: That would, that would make me happy. Oh my God. Cressana Loken in relation with Michelle Rodriguez.
1: Yeah, they got together. Like, so they met here, right?
0: So at least something good happened from this movie. Yeah,
1: something good happened. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have a problem with Michelle Rodriguez as a person, and for the most part, this is probably her some of her best acting. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! <laughs> but I mean, oh like, man! What we got to do is just you know you know how James Cameron raises the bar. Well, U V Bull lowers it. You know we just oh, got to. The fire. <laughs> Way um, down there, Morty. You know?
0: <laughs> I have said a while back that uh Michelle Rodriguez has become kind of uh she's on like the Nicolas Cage level for me, where I just love anything Nicolas Cage does these days. Um, because he just does the same Nicolas Cage type stuff and everything. And Michelle Rodriguez is totally doing the Michelle Rodriguez stuff in this movie where she makes the same kind of like um like smoldery looking face that just expression that she, it looks like she's trying to either like fart and she can't quite do it. Uh, it's just a pained look. And she does that in almost every scene, uh, but she's great in this movie. I, I love it. But um, we also have Michael Madsen as uh, Vladimir. He's the senior member of the Brinstone society. Um, ben Kingsley, who uh, famously played Gandhi is in this. He's the King of vampires and reigns father, uh, Kagan. Now, hold on. Uh, to be
1: fair, <laughs> to be fair, I'm not against a super high end actor playing in a genre, you know, or even like B level film. I mean, to be that, that's exactly how you get Max von Sydow is in, you know, is in Conan. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. Alec Guinness was in Star Wars, and I can I can see ever since the Alec Guinness and Star Wars thing, I can see every producer or Cassie agent going like, when we get. We get Ben Kingsley and Blood Rain, and they're like, This is like a Alec Guinness in Star Wars. You know yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> And then you're like, Oh, he's going to just read off a card. You know what I mean? Like
0: not even He fucking mails this in so bad. Like there's like there's the one scene where it it, it reminded me of that scene in um I think it was the Two Towers where um Soromon is is giving a speech to uh, these like men of the mountains, these mountain men, he's like, they've, they've stolen your homes. They've pushed you into the mountains. Go and get your revenge. It could totally be one of those scenes where he's like talking to his like army of men and, uh, he's telling them to go forth and like attack, I think the monastery, um, which we'll get into later, but he just is like so monotone about it. Like there's not an ounce of emotion and you can completely tell he's just reading lines.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, like, hey, I mean, to each their own, you know, but I, I I, know, like, I have complained in the past over how Jennifer Lawrence put in less and less effort on those X-Men films, you know, <laughs> while she was winning Oscars, it's hilarious, but I don't think I've ever quite, I mean, I'm look, this film, I don't think is as bad as people made it out to be. Now, that's seen a lot come from a guy who didn't fucking want to watch it while I was watching <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Right. But... Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen every episode of Mystery Science Theater eight hundred fucking times. I've seen far worse films. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so this just felt like so on Mystery Science Theater there was a there was a TV series that only had like like a few episodes called Ninja Master. It starred um, okay. uh Lee Van Cleef and uh one of the fucking this fucking idiot. Oh, and Demi Moore had one of her initial roles in one of the episodes. She wasn't a regular, but she was in one episode. And so the 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 episodes went to tape as Ninja Master 1 and Ninja Master 2, but it's not a movie. You know, it's clearly a TV show, you know, like, put together, like, but it's just played as a movie. And so when you're watching on Mystery Science Theater, like, you're like, yeah, this is clearly a fucking TV show or an 80s, a shitty 80s TV show we're watching. And I just felt like this was a crappy mid-2000s TV show we're watching, Mm -hmm. you know, like, dressed up as a film. At best, I mean, a film. It probably
0: would have been better as an 80s TV show, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, if it at least had a Limp Biscuit theme song, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: you don't get a Limp Biscuit, but you do get a meatloaf in this movie. Uh, Did you catch his last name? In it? Uh, No, what was it?
1: They put a day.
0: Oh dear! So
1: get meatloaf <laughs> a day. Get it. And I looked it up on the wiki. Uh, apparently, it was no, no, it wasn't the wiki. So I, I watched this on Amazon Prime. And you know when you hit pause, sometimes they have little fun facts about the movie. Apparently, mm-hmm. this one was the the actress, the Blood Rain. Would you say her name was?
0: Uh, Kristana Loken.
1: Yeah, it was her. She she's the one who suggested meatloaf for the role. It went out of the way to tell me that. So.
0: Oh Jesus! What were they? <laughs> thinking like there is there's just so many moments in this movie where you're like what so jamie actually sat down and watched a lot of this movie with me and she was just we we're just cracking up at so many scenes because just so many like funny parts um but there's the one scene um with meatloaf when it, he's introduced um he's sitting on a bed around all these naked women i'm like I, and i pause it because um our kid one of our kids are coming in i'm like oh god so i pause it um and i'm like oh my god that looks like meatloaf and and We all were also watching on Amazon Prime. And then I look down and see that it's fucking meatloaf. I'm like, oh, my God, it's meatloaf. We just died. It was so funny because the the wigs and everything in this movie are like just really bad. Um, Everyone's wearing a wig and they all just look incredibly fake, including Ben Kingsley's. Um, who's bald as hell all the time. It is, it is the
1: longest. Wig. He has like that. Was <laughs> it Bolo? Did he have that giant, like in Bloodsport, one of those, like giant Muay Thai, like, like, oh, yeah. braided ponytail? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that was, uh, was Kickboxer had, had that, uh, long, like, ponytail, yeah. uh, the bad guy in Kickboxer. Um, and then you're right. We, uh, you mentioned him, but Billy Zane is in this also, which, well, uh. Um, hold on. My-
1: the credits say with special appearance. By Billy Zane, which is why I'm like, that's a fucking TV show thing. Have you ever seen a movie say special appearance by instant actor? No. That is a TV, you know, special guest appearance. Alf, you know what I mean? Like, like, by the way, if I wonder if... showed up in this fucking movie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, telling gee. you, here's where Uwe Boll made a mistake. He should have done the whole fucking thing with puppets.
0: If you take that would have been amazing.
1: If you take this exact same script and matter of fact, you know If you just take all the audio from this movie and just reshoot it with puppets right now, you know what I mean? Like I mean, that I bet you it makes more than three million.
0: <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious if someone did that. Um Jesus. Uh yeah, Billy Zane's in it for like a a scene or two. I think he really only has two scenes in this. Um and he's really not in it. So I would just wonder if he just owed Uwe Boll. Uh, a favor or something. <laughs> he's like, just come in for five minutes. We'll shoot your shit and then you can leave. Um, and, uh, he was, he was funny in this. So he, it just got, it's, it has a lot of those actors where you're just like, what? How, like this is just kind of a motley crew of people that he's assembled together to make this film. So, um, uh, well, shit. I guess we just jump into this, uh, this fucking movie. Um, the movie opens, uh, with, our crew of uh, Vladimir Sebastian and Katerin. who Catherine's Michelle Rodriguez, Michael Madsen's Vladimir and uh, Matthew Davis is Sebastian and they're three members of the Brimstone Society. They go into this local uh bar uh I guess just hanging out, just uh talk to the bartender who says that uh he has something of interest for them and shows them this flyer um of a carnival that's I guess nearby. And it is advertising a she demon, uh, and other oddities. And so they think that, um, she's some sort of abomination. And so they're like, well, maybe we should, um, check this out. And it seems like the Brimstone Society may have like a disdain for, uh, vampires. I think they're kind of like a vampire hunting, uh, group of people. Um, it's just
1: so funny because I see this having watched like, At least the first episode of The Witcher, and I'm like, I mean, is this the equivalent of Witcher in 2005? Like, nah, man, this is really cheap. Like, (laughs) like, Mm. this is like, I mean, look to give them to give them some credit. It's a nice set, right? Like, overall, I mean, when you walk, when you show up this town, there's tons of people everywhere. Like, they filled it with people. They easily could have been like an empty fucking set, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like like, they clearly, it's not like, I mean, it's not like they weren't trying on some level you know um i want to mm-hmm. do also say as we move on through the story the uh the 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 lady who wrote the screenplay with the genevieve turner right
0: yep. yeah yeah guinevere
1: guinevere sorry guinevere, guinevere whatever so how <laughs> i i remember is i watched a documentary years ago called tales from the script mm. right um and it's all like just random interviews it's like you know they interviewed a bunch of screenwriters and they just jump cut between different yeah takes on yeah. stuff and she shows up in the middle of... Because she co-wrote American Psycho. And so oh, she shows wow. up. And, she, and I had no idea she worked on this. She's like, you know... And then I worked on Blood Rain. I'm like, whoa. And so she's like, you know... Scripts are sometimes a year late. But I was like two weeks late. And then UV, UV Bowl calls me up going, Where's that fucking script? I was like just screaming <laughs> at her and shit. And she's like, who the fuck is this guy? So she hung up on him. And she's like... And she tells the story. And she goes... uh I called my agent. I'm like, that fucking dude doesn't ever talk to me again. You know what I mean? So she finished the script thinking, you know, she finished it a week later and she's like, look, I turned it in thinking, you know, like, this is like the barest bones of a script. They'll they'll, they'll come back with notes and, you know, we'll fucking refine it.
0: <laughs> I know where this is going.
1: movie calls in, he goes, it's perfect. It's going right in the production. She's like, what? You know,
0: <laughs> that's great.
1: And then on top of it, her agent calls her back later and goes, "Yeah, so you know, like, there's maybe like twenty percent of what you wrote in there." And he's just changed. Oh, wow. she's like, and I want you to know, movie ball is rewriting the script, and he don't speak English. <laughs> ah. So she
0: answers. It the, doesn't matter.
1: It's great because it's like six minutes. I'm like, this is like the coolest fucking bit in this whole this whole documentary, because she's laying out all the fucking dirt. And she goes, so. We're at, cut to, you know, a year later, we're at the fucking red carpet premiere and the only person laughing in the theater is me. <laughs> oh. She's like, every time they're up in the mouth, she's like, just cack on. Ah.
0: you know, this <laughs> is horrible. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, this movie does one of those things where, um, it's, it's, it's great. This would be a, a perfect movie for us to all watch like together in one room because there's just so much, um, uh unintentional comedy um that happens in this movie like right out of the gate so they're they show up at the bar right they they're talking to the bartender he gives them that flyer uh Sebastian is at the bar um ordering a drink and this like uh dude walks up to the bar next to him um and uh ordering something and Sebastian looks down at this like lamp that has like a mirror on it or something he notices that the dude next to him doesn't have a uh, a reflection And so he just, like, nonchalantly, like, takes a knife out from his thing and fucking stabs him in the chest and kills him right in the middle of the fucking bar. And he's, sure enough, a vampire and just starts, like, freaking out and dying. And everyone just kind of looks around like, oh, huh, the fucking vampire. And just, like, goes about their business like, oh, it's just another day in Romania, I guess. (laughs) Like, Like, it's just so weird. Here's the
1: thing about this. And this whole movie the pacing that Uwe Boll has is just completely irrelevant to, like, structure. Mm. There's no rhythm or tone either through the editing, the dialogue, or the music. Like, it is just so... It speeds up, it slows down. The music just has this weird thumping, like... It almost feels like um, if you go to Audio Jungle and you click in trailer music, and someone has like a demo <laughs> of all their fucking trailer music, it just feels like they just they're turning the volume up and down on that trailer music. Like, I don't
0: oh think. Jesus! But yeah, That's the,
1: the pacing when he looks in that mirror, like it happens so quick. Though. I'm like, you could just you could just like not be looking correctly. You know what I mean? It's not like the clothes were hovering or some shit. You know, right? Like, and it yep. was uh, hollow. Like I don't know, man. Like it's just I like, get what he's trying to do, but there's no there's no pacing to this
0: yeah you know, like, no i agree i agree with you they, um the
1: one when they roll into town you don't you don't even know what the name of the town is uh-uh. they, you know what i mean like there's no like I like, easily... we should
0: we should just go in and do our own edit on this movie and just put fucking just make up names of shit like town and be like okay you're here now you're in fucking like the shire or some shit like it would make it better than just not here's having the thing this chris
1: here's the thing though Years from now, when they ask me what did I do during the great pandemic of twenty twenty, I cannot say I re edited Blood Rain.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? I, I, live with, I couldn't live with myself. You know. <laughs> but
0: that could be like the best thing you could do for society right now. You, you know, you're talked about like how all these people are just stuck in their houses, can't do anything, and they're trying to maybe do something to like better mankind. This is your contribution. You could release a new fan edit of Blood Rain that just fixes fucking everything.
1: Or maybe I could just get, if Uvi appreciates, I can get him to go beat up COVID. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Tough, dude. Um, so, so I want to say, um, the, you, you mentioned it, uh, towards the beginning where we were talking about like coming into this, like, uh, kind of like castle village area. Um, and the next scene that we jump to is the, like the carnival area, so there are a bunch of carnies, and they got all their like their wagons circled together. So it's called, almost like a carny village. Um, and this, you know, like this the the setting and um, like the scene is actually done well. Like uh, I, I was saying this when we watched House of the Dead, is um, they actually had like really good settings and everything in that in that movie. Like the, that was like one of the best things about it, I thought. Um, and this does the same set like stuff like the sets are done really well um so whoever he has like doing that stuff for his movies knows what they're doing um it's just yeah,
1: well i mean if you think about how empty you know a film resident evil is uh, this is not an empty film you know what i mean there are people everywhere like there's even sequences later where you got tons of horses and people on horses, yeah. to do shit but they got them you know so it's like <laughs> like that's why when i said look it's not as big a travesty as people claim it to be in that I've seen films get away with far less in terms of makeup and horses and sets and stuff. It's just that it looks like it looks like a Romanian television show, you know, like it doesn't, it's not a film by any stretch of Mm the imagination. And it's really a shame because it's just wasted on like, I mean, first off, there's just nothing, there's nothing, everything these people say, it's some random bit of exposition. You don't really know how anyone feels toward one another. You know what I mean? Like they're just—they're
0: <laughs> all just. Well, saying, most of it's like no one is like even showing emotion much. Like it's just, um you know, people just kind of working through lines with blank expressions and stuff. Oh, and every Madsen, once in a while,
1: Mike Madson. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the look on his face when he reads shit is like,
0: oh, you, know, God. you can tell
1: some days is eh, because he's playing with the sword a little bit, and then every other fucking like. Eh. I'm like, so he did kill Bill around this time, right? So, damn, dude, he really didn't give a shit. I guess, like, he was-
0: he's just cashing a check here, yeah. uh, and he looks like he doesn't give a damn uh, throughout the whole movie. He has the same fucking blank expression, no matter what is happening. He even gets fucking stabbed later on in the movie. And he makes no expression. He just is like, thank God I could finally get written off this fucking movie and just dies. Um, so, okay. So uh, the scene is we're, we're going into a, the, the, the carnival, the circus things happening. And we're in this like circus tent with this uh, crazy ass ringmaster. Um, and, you know, all the carnies are doing their thing. We see this one gypsy looking lady, uh, like chopping a candle with those uh, famous blood rain uh, or uh, rain uh, swords i guess like what, what do these things have like a, a name for them cuz i've i've never seen any sort of weapon that like this that uh, that, that rain uses outside of this movie or that video no,
1: game no man it's just some cool shit you draw for a video game dude yeah you know what <laughs> i mean like I, I like to call right, it uh, so you actually rock- have to put the baraka
0: right like the baraka blades like it starts mm-hmm. with in
1: combat you go to this and then you end up with deadpool a few years later you know yeah.
0: which is fine when you do it in like a video game or yeah. a comic book but then when you actually have to put it in a movie and you realize just like how, uh, like unrealistic and practical those things are, uh, you realize like th- that's pretty stupid. <laughs> like almost like Michael Madsen's mini crossbow that he has like strapped to his wrist later on in the movie. And you're like, what oh, the fuck
1: was that? That was made rather recently with shiny, it's not even like gunked up. Like it's, it gleams like those cheap, uh, aluminum steel <laughs> swords and in kung fu films from like the eighties. They
0: bought, all the props from wish.com. That's pretty much where they got all their shit from. And it's janky as hell. So, um, so they bring rain out and, uh, they they have this dude like holding her down and she's all scared and shit. And like, he's like, Oh, watch what I'm going to do to this, this lady. Uh, the ringmaster dunks her arm in like a bucket of water and it fucking burns like all the skin off. And I'm like, holy shit. And then they start like cutting her and stuff and she's bleeding and everything and I'm just like what the fuck are they doing and then this guy cuts this like uh sheep's head off drains his blood and she just drinks it in front of everybody and she all of her wounds and shit heal up and everything and you're like what the fuck so you know right away okay she must be like a vampire or something and just some weird weird shit happens and then um later that night uh that dude uh who drug her in, locks her into her little uh, cabin or something, and uh, later that night, he uh, comes in, I guess is all drunk, and, uh, oh, wait, 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 I, I jumped ahead a little bit. She's she's locked in um, in the, in the little train cart, and the gypsy lady comes in and tells her that she wants to, like, run away with her, and gives her a, a necklace, a, a crucifix necklace. Um, and then just kind of walks away and she just kind of like stares at it, uh, emotionless, just like always. Um, and then we get this really funny, uh, transition where we get like an exterior shot of this like castle. Um, but obviously like they don't have real castles that they can use. So it's all like CGI. Um, what did you, what did you think of the CGI, uh, shot here and just kind of the CGI overall in this movie? Because they use it a few <laughs> times, right?
1: <laughs> they should have just done miniatures, man. You know, yeah. They should, they really, a model would have gone a long way. You
0: know? The one thing I can't say about this shot, I agree with you. Um, but the way that they transition, I thought it, it was kind of cool because it it basically the camera pans from like it, it, it's kind of like a, a low shot, and it pans up um, as as like the castle's kind of um, turning, and you see this like these gargoyles outside, and the, the camera keeps. Uh, zooming in and it comes through the gargoyle's mouth into this like uh i don't know like a like a hole in the wall or something and then now we're inside uh what's his name kagan's uh like study or something and he's there and isn't that uh, what they
1: do for when women need to flex their kegels Kagels, yeah.
0: Yeah, Have you been practicing your Kagan's lately? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) what a fucking name,
1: you know? Oh god, all right, that's
0: (laughs) hilarious. Um, so we have uh Kagan, um Ben Kingsley sitting at his like little throne, and uh I guess his henchman uh named Domestier comes in uh and tells him he's like um dude he's got the worst haircut too. Can we talk about his hair real quick? Because did that bother you? In this movie, I just I couldn't stop looking at his hair. It looked like someone just stopped cutting his hair halfway through. Like, oh, you know what? That's fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, his skin complexion changes from shot to shot. Some days, sometimes he's like pure white. The next time, he's just human. So (laughs) I don't. you, You go figure that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Um, I don't know what's happening. Uh, but he. Dumbsteer tells Kagan that um, they think that they might know where this uh, this girl is that he's been looking for this. Um, what do they call her? A damn fear, um, which is like the half know. human, half <laughs> uh, vampire, I guess. And for some reason he's looking for her. Um, and then we get this like flashback scene of like Ben Kingsley, uh, like like attacking and raping this woman and it's just very unsettling because it's ben kingsley raping a woman
1: when i I say when you say flashback scene people gotta know like if you haven't if you haven't had the opportunity to watch yourself it's like this after effects like they got that i know is it no it's called red i think it was called red red tools red there's a series of like these cheap after Effects filters back in the day like, called Glow and Shine, and they're, they're like Red Trap Code. Red Trap Code. They're like Red Trap Code filters. And I only remember because it was 2004, 2005 when I remember using those fucking things back in college. So these are like Red Trap Code filters where these they're, they're like blurring, and they're, they're streaking mm-hmm. everywhere. They let you know. And like, again, there's no there's no con- or, how do I say it? there's The pacing... Is like there isn't like a reality pacing and then a flashback pacing. It's just fucking all over the place. Like it just right. happened. There's no sense. That's of...
0: the only, re- yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's like really the only like way that they tell you that this is like a flashback just because they use these weir- weird filters, um, on, on it, which is, which was, is weird because if it, uh, if it like, use those filters in a like a logical way like say maybe they did like a pov shot of like a monster that like you know changes from a human to a vampire or something and then you do a pov of that and then you use those filters there to show you like okay now i i I realize like this is looking through the eyes of this like monster or something like that so it looks different And then that would make sense, but this just like makes no sense at all as as far as like why are you why are you using this other than just to try to lazily show the audience that it's like a flashback?
1: And we're trying to add some add some pizzazz, you know.
0: If that's there's one thing that Uwe Boll does in his movies is that he likes he likes new toys in his movies, and so he will take whatever is like the new hotness and throw it in so much into his movie so with house of the dead that was like soon after they made the matrix so they have that you know that weird what, what, what was it called where they have like that 360 Bulletin. track yeah and so he does that in so many shots in house of the dead I and on- so this
1: hold on i honestly feel at this movie come out a year later it probably would have looked all like Sin City.
0: You know what I mean? Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, that would have been amazing. <laughs> it would have all been
1: black and white with the red blood. You know, cuz that's he would have he would have easily done the 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 direct to video version of that.
0: That would have been awesome. I would have loved that actually. That, that would, why 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 what couldn't that have happened? Um but yeah, he he uses uh that that filter uh very uh liberally throughout this. Uh, and it it happens a lot. So Um, so yeah, so then, okay, that guy, um, the, the dude that locks her into that train cart comes in and, uh, he's drunk, she's sleeping and he basically like gets on top of her. He's going to, you know, uh, rape her and she wakes up and like grabs his bottle and like hits it over his head. And he starts bleeding, which I guess, like, turns her into some sort of, like, blood rage. So she um, initiates blood rage mode and just starts killing everybody. Like, people are just running around. She's just biting people and stuff. Um, to include, like, that one girl, like, that was her friend. And she just turns around and just bites her for some reason. And she's like, oh, No. I know it was an accident. Take my swords. And so what, she just runs not, off.
1: But here's the thing. What you're failing to explain now is when we come out of that flashback sequence of the, the rape, we cut to her yeah. running in the forest.
0: That's right. That's right. So she's running right. in the
1: forest, and you're like, all right. And then she stops, and she, she breathes, and then she due to another flashback where you see her do all this shit, only to end up back in the forest. So I'm like, why, could, why did – one He just did a flashback sequence that like, yeah. is at least twenty something years old. Why would you flashback to something that just happened? Why not just fucking show that chronologically? <laughs> like
0: It makes no sense, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know what the reason. I mean, I don't even know why we're he questioning speak English, like, the logic. Bro. You know, like, I don't fucking know. But that doesn't mean that like he doesn't shouldn't know how to make a movie. Like, <laughs> well, I love you it.
1: There, you know, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stay incredible. um yeah but so yeah it, it just i love it because like there's just so you're right it this is all in flashback stuff too so which is weird because it's a little bit different because it seems like um oh, man it's like a like a, a tilt shift i guess type of thing where they where like only a small part of the thing is like in focus and everything else is blurred around it. Um, and she's just fucking biting everybody, to include the ringmaster, who she um grabs his sword and like slices through his like stomach, and it's just this giant fucking spray of blood that happens. It's like an absurdly amount of blood that comes out. It's just ridiculous, which is kind of sets the uh, expectations for how much blood is going to happen in this movie because it's just an ungodly amount that happens. Someone could get a, a paper cut and you just see this gigantic spray of blood in this movie. I love it. Okay. It's great. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I mean, look, this is where I'm like, okay, so this TV show, but wouldn't have played well on WB, sci-fi would have been the place to go or
0: something, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Where he could really flex his uh, his kind of... Uh, <laughs> Artistic muscles, evil right? Evil, <laughs>
1: evil.
0: Um, so she's like, yeah, crying and just like you know, uh, being all emo vampire-y out in the woods now. Um, and so I guess we cut to the next morning, where uh, Michael Madsen and company are riding their horses, and this is actually a really beautiful scene right here. Like, it's I, I guess they filmed it in Germany. You were saying. I, I I think they did because there's another scene later on that shows an exterior shot of a castle and um Jamie said it was something like uh Neusch Weinstein or something like that I don't know uh, the German so it was
1: tax credit so it had to be shot in Germany but I can't yeah. confirm that
0: but yeah. Um and so it's beautiful man like this is it's a really nice like setting um and so I mean but if you're shooting out in, in beautiful place like this um, I guess it's hard to fuck that up, but anyway, um, they're riding around, and I guess they're, they're they're searching for that carnival or the the circus place that uh, they had learned of the night before. And they get there, and there's just dead people everywhere. Um, from it's we basically see like the the what rain has done to all these people, and there's all these just like little kids running around crying and. Uh, Michael Mattson's just like, oh, we gotta get to work. And they just start chopping the dead people's heads off. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? Like, they don't even they don't even, like, introduce themselves to the people in the village. They just literally come in there and just start chopping the dead people's heads off. So you're like, what do these poor little like, carnies, or what are they thinking? You know, they just got all their people got killed that night before and they got these weirdos they are coming chopping people's heads off.
1: Well, that's right. Like, I guess apparently everyone in this world is just fucking used to people being murdered left and right.
0: <laughs> when I say this, world, then, I'm like Romania, I guess. Right. <laughs> well, I guess so, man. Uh, I, I just feel bad for those people over there with just everyone dying all the time. Um, and so then Michelle Rodriguez goes over and she finds, um, the lady that gave, uh, rain the swords and she's just laying there. I guess I thought she was dead at first, but, I guess like Rain just bit her a little bit and just left her there. So she's fine. She's not like dead or anything. And the people are the dudes are asking her, like, hey, who did you see who bit you? And she covers for Rain. She says, No, I didn't see her and Michael Madsen's just all You got bit by a vampire and you didn't even see who did it (laughs) And it's like Oh dear. Oh that's funny. Um
1: so all he needed and, was that, that that Margarita slushy he had in Kill Bill volume <laughs> You know, like the, the thing is, is they they he really should have just been drinking as as that character the whole time and I could have bought more of it, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um and then she's just like she gets up and she's like I'm fine um I, and she tells him she's like um rain or the vampire, she's like she's not all bad because I gave her my crucifix and she's wearing it. So she's trying to tell them it's okay. And then like Michael Madsen looks over and gives, uh, Michelle Rodriguez this like look. And I'm like, what's going on? And Michelle Rodriguez just stabs the lady and kills her right there. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like I could understand if you're having to like kill the dead people, uh, and and, like chop, I'm sorry, chop their heads off because I I guess maybe they're going to come back as vampires or something. But this lady was alive. And they didn't even explain or, or like give any sort of justification as to like why they have to kill her right now, because maybe she's going to turn into a vampire or something. Like they don't even talk about it. They just which kill is, her and just walk off. Which
1: is even more crazy when you consider the fact that this movie goes out of the way to explain shit. We already fucking know. Like there's scenes <laughs> where they're like, clearly coming to take him out of jail. And like we will take you out of jail now. Like no shit. You
0: know what I mean? <laughs> <Right>? like- <laughs> and then I love like afterwards, um, they pour like some um some like uh alcohol on a couple bodies and burn two people they burn the bodies which makes you think oh like now they also have to burn the bodies so oh, like it like the you know it purifies it or whatever Shoot. meanwhile in the same scene there's like four other dead bodies around it that's not even the, there's like two people that they burn and then everyone else is still dead on the ground. And these poor gypsies are just kind of like, what the fuck's happening, man? Like, can you just leave us alone? And uh, I just feel bad. <laughs> I just feel bad for them. Um, it's just crazy. So the next scene is great because this is when we get introduced to uh, Billy Zane. Um, and he's just kind of, like, walking around, like, doing that Billy Zane. He looks like a, a pirate. Or something like maybe like a like a like a a dandy pirate he's got like the 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 wig on with like a little bow on the back with like a long ponytail and like he's got
1: look 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 it's easy to make fun of billy zane (laughs) you know
0: (laughs) that's true he played the
1: phantom you know what i mean he he was he 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 hit rose and titanic you know Mm -hmm. um but I i gotta say he is trying. Like, he brings the most level of <coughs> gravitas. If that's the word.
0: <laughs> I. You know what? Though I will agree with that.
1: Yeah, um, you can see the guy next to him is like shocked that he you know he's playing off it a little bit like you know like not usually. he's like oh shit yeah, can, we're
0: uh, gonna do this oh yeah. we're gonna act okay
1: I, can... now, I don't know where the fuck he is or who he is <laughs> i guess he's michelle rodriguez's dad fucking right you know what i mean yep
0: yep that's who he's supposed to be no like he got like you know? <laughs> we don't we get okay and so the in in some excellent writing and just storytelling like they introduce us to billy zane this mysterious character um but they don't reveal like his true identity until later in the movie when we finally learn that yes he is he is uh Michelle Rodriguez's father but he's also once a Brimstone Society member who has got turned into a vampire. And so she is now on a quest to basically kill her dad so he won't be like a vampire anymore. But what's weird though is that like <sighs> In this movie, like you turn into a vampire, it's not like you're just this like bloodthirsty person who has no control over him. It's like you're still the same person. You're just a vampire now. So like, why does everyone want to yeah, kill you?
1: They can you're... eat normal food too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so later on, like, our blood like, rangers eat soup
1: like, and bread. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, what's the, what? What? It's, <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> it's just so like weird. It's like, it's like I could completely understand the logic if like they're just. Having to like going around killing like little, you know, Romanian gypsy babies and stuff in the dead of the night, but they're just, he's just being like a count in this like super nice castle with candles and you got like servants and stuff. He's just chilling, man. I mean, this um, is
1: essentially what meatloaf was singing on and I would do anything for love, right?
0: <laughs> in the same room. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> um, and then he speaks of this, uh, this like talisman that's hidden somewhere like the brimstone fortress. And it's like supposed to be, have like a lot of value and he wants this artifact. And so this is kind of the first time where they introduce the idea of these like talismans um, in the movie where they have like, they could give someone some sort of powers and stuff. Um, and so that's a little bit to kind of look forward to. What's funny though too, is that as Billy Zane's talking to his his servant, it does this weird, like, close-up on his neck to show you that he's got, like, uh, like, vampire bite scars. So it's like, oh, if you didn't know already, Billy Zane's a vampire.
1: Yeah, I mean... Look, I tried not to think about it too much. I'm like, that could be herpes simplex five or whatever. Oh god! Like
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, like,
1: yeah, you know what I mean? He could have been a little casual on Romanian for uh, spring break or something, for all I know. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, yeah he, uh, oh, God. Uh, Romanian spring break. I'd love to see that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, um, so then we cut to these, like, low like little i guess gypsy people that are driving in their caught it like this little wagon and i guess these vampires come out of nowhere and start attacking them and rain is like creeping out in the woods and sees this happening and she runs out and just fucking bites the vampires and sucks their blood and so this is where she tells them she's like it's okay i don't kill humans i only kill vampires i are like oh, okay you want to come with us and they're just like very yeah, they're
1: weird. Way, they're way like, yeah, cool, man. Hang on. like, get in the Scooby Van. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, Jason and Bob's try back when they get in with the Scoobies. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. all right, I guess we're all going road tripping now.
0: Or it's a scene in like Dumb and Dumber when uh, Lloyd uh, Jim Carrey keeps picking up random people. <laughs> it's right. like, pick them up. This is that scene where they like, pick up a vampire uh, who kills other vampires. And um, this is, this scene next scene is when we first see Kristanna Loken like having to act in this um she actually has like real dialogue where she's trying to have a conversation with this lady and his daughter where they ask her like um why did you save us and she's just like I don't know where's your family I don't have a family and it's just like oh god and the girl just kind of like looks down she's just like jesus christ and it's like oh just so bad um and then we go uh into uh, the next village, I guess, and and Rain gets out, and she just starts walking around, and she has those, like, little... And this is the thing where I was thinking, it's like, could they not have given her some sort of, like, sheath or something where, for those swords, where she can, like, hold them in a way that's just less awkward? Because she's literally just has to hold them in her hand walking around everywhere. It seems just like, could you not have done something to help this poor lady out?
1: I don't know it's just man. ridiculous. You know what I, mean?
0: Like, <laughs> I mean I don't
1: know it's almost like if UV Bowl had stuck around to make a Berserk movie could you imagine the way they would have made that giant
0: star? oh god I would have been <laughs> oh please don't I'd rather have it make let him make a monster like Hunter movie or something
1: well that's, um, being, that's already been made right by the Resident Evil guy
0: oh did it yeah, oh it's being yeah, made yeah, right yeah, yeah. being made
1: it, it's been made it's ready to come out
0: oh shit yeah, so not okay. uh, this is something that, like, okay, I was confused by this scene um, because she's walking at night in this this village, and there's all these people walking around. And every once in a while, someone will look at her, and, like, they give her this, like, mean mug look, and their face, like, turns into a vampire for a second. And so I didn't understand, like, what this was trying to tell us. Do other vampires, can they sense that she is, like... A, like half vampire or something, and they don't like her, or can she sense other vampires and she knows who they are? Like I, I, I was trying to understand what this was. Chris, do you to think
1: con- UV bowl put that level of fun into this? You know, like because if you know, I know, I just, why
0: should I? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm trying to deconstruct his logic and storytelling. <laughs> logic. <laughs>
1: logic. <laughs>
0: oh God. Uh, show and off then that makeup, there's, bro. That's why you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she like seduces this um, female vampire to come over, like to this like little weird like uh corner. And the vampire chick's like, okay. And she just like bites her and kills her. And it's just like this the most like weird fucking thing that happens. And she sees this like old, uh, like raisin face gypsy lady. Um, later on and. Somehow like the woman like telepathically tells her to follow her and you're like, oh shit there's like this is like some wizard or something And so she goes in there and this is this is the scene where I, I realized like man, they really could have used to get th- this is when they should have gotten some like actors that actually tried to have an accent because this lady if she put an accent to it probably she the way she delivered their lines were, was it terrible? When you compare her to everyone else in this movie. But if she actually had some sort of, like, European accent to go with it, it would have b- done wonders. But, anyway, like, she sits down and...
1: Do you think U.V. would have been like, we all talk like this in
0: Romania, you yeah. <laughs> know? Oh, my God. That would have been great. I would have, I would have fucking loved Ooh, that. Oh, the
1: rain, you know, you can't do this. I don't know. Kill vampires, vampires. Oh, <laughs> like... You know, this is where if Taika Waititi made this movie.
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus. I would love for him to just do a reboot you know, on Blood That's holes. what we need. You
1: could do the exact same like script, right? But just shoot it in downtown New Zealand and it'd be far more interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. And it would be better if it was all the people from um, that fucking... Uh, what was the vampire documentary they made? What
1: We Do in the Shadows.
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, and so this, this little gypsy lady, she's like a fortune teller. And so this is a scene where I guess that gives rain like a purpose, uh, for the rest of the film. Like this is where it's kind of setting up like her direction. And she tells her that her father is Kagan and he is a vampire and that she is like his creation. He raped her mom and stuff. Um, and She doesn't believe her, but she shows her this card. And this is actually kind of a cool transition where it shows it shows the card that um and then there's like this CGI sequence that happens where you see the card morph. Um it it shows this man like with a sword over this woman and it or I'm sorry, this like sheep, and it morphs from that into um showing Kagan like stabbing her mom. And I thought that was actually the best CGI work in the entire film, right there. I thought that was actually done pretty well.
1: And the entire um, time, I was thinking, like, are they trying to sell me on a Blood Rain card game? Like, is this like a promotional it's thing? It's like again?
0: Gwent from like yeah, uh, It's like Witcher's Gwent.
1: Oh, man. You yeah, know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of. How old is those Witcher's books? You know? <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. And so now she's like, oh, shit. So now I need to find. I need to find Kagan and uh, kill him. And, and the uh, gypsy lady is telling her, Oh, you can't uh, go there because he resides in this castle that's guarded in the dark mountain. And you'll never be able to get there because there's no safe entrances. But if you go and get this ancient talisman that he's been seeking, it's an eye that he's been like looking for, for a really long time. If you get it, then you could probably get an audience with him because he wants this fucking thing really bad. And she's like, okay, fine. Where is it? Like, can you tell me like where it's at? And she's like, yeah, the talisman of the eye, it's kept in the the Salambria monastery in the South.
1: You just got to go there and
0: get it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like just palace, you go, go, go get the fucking talisman and, um, and, and go take it back to Kagan and he'll, you know, talk to you. Meanwhile, like, I immediately thought, like, if this is a fucking, if everyone knows where this talisman is, and Kagan wants it so bad, like, why hasn't he fucking gotten it yet? Like, why why is Rain just going to walk into this fucking place and just be able to get it, and no questions are going to be asked? So, this is the first crack um, in the, in, in, in just the logic and the script writing that I've noticed. <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. It took you this long? Yep.
1: <laughs> We're like 38 minutes into the, well, uh, the time moves weirder on this. So 25 minutes.
0: <laughs> 25 so minutes or so in. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man, um, what's happening now? So, um, so Domestia comes back in the next scene and he's back in Kagan's uh, castle and he tells uh, Kagan that uh, the damn fear is looking for the eye and he uh, wants damn fear to go get it and kill uh, rain and bring it back to him. And so, Oh, I want you to talk about this next scene because this is next scene is the the horse scene that you were talking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All it, of a sudden it cuts to like, this is where I'm like, Now we're going to bust out our Lord of the Rings shots, right?
0: That's what I was going to say. This is definitely, he got this from like, uh, Lord of the Rings with the Rohan riders. We got some some of the,
1: the, the, the camera on a plane shooting across the mountain where two Mm -hmm. people ride a horse. By the way, he, they obviously only shot this once, right? One day of shooting this stuff. Cause they take this footage and just keep using the same footage, but spread it around three parts of the fucking film. So, like, <laughs> from here on out, people will be talking, saying some shit. I don't know what they said, because I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And then next scene, boom, Lord of the Rings, horse shot. I'm like, where are they going now? <laughs> like, That's sometimes they're going left, Sometimes they're going right, but it's, like, the same area. Like, it's, like, it doesn't change much, that location, you know?
0: One of the things that the movie just really fails to lay out is that um Rain, she she's, like, half vampire, but she still can't, like, I guess be out in the sun because she's like half vampire and uh, it'll, you know, she'll fucking get hurt because she's a vampire, but it doesn't really like set it up. You're just like, why is she fucking like covering herself? Um, And I don't know
1: why I thought about this, dude. (laughs) You you know, the (laughs) the theme (laughs) theme song for this movie should have been Chocolate Rain. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) there's a whole rain family you know what i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) tazan day can appear and he get like the same blades you know
0: (laughs) oh jesus christ
1: yeah that'd be like a buddy vampire cop movie you know like
0: (laughs) that would have been very good i I, I, I would have been down for that so so rain travels she gets to the monastery in like a couple hours like it's not even like it doesn't even look like a full day has passed like she rides there and she gets, you know, she fucking basically just like uh like time warps over there, um like fucking Skyrim, and uh, she just knocks on the door and they she's like, hey, I'm tired, I don't know where my family's at, and he's like, okay, my poor lost child, come in. Oh, she says she's been traveling for three days, um, and he's like, okay, sure, come on in, um, you can rest and we'll give you some like potatoes and bread. Welcome to the Salombria uh, Monastery and uh he's like you can you know rest and you know rest your weary bones one of those type of things so she eats um they leave her alone and she's just like she just waits for everyone to go to bed and then she just starts like snooping around the monastery um and she's like out in this courtyard <clears throat> and this is the scene where i'm like i realize that um I I know the guy's face but I've never even heard of his name before. His name's Udo Kier and he ends up I think he's in like a lot of Uwe Boll movies. Um he's just like I guess a German you, you, you actor might but you know better
1: seen, than me. I've not seen any other one of these things. And
0: I've, God, I've well, I well I know I've seen this guy in a lot of those God just really in a lot I of, never kind of have to do it
1: again but you know
0: so. <laughs> Um and I was just like oh this another guy that I, I know that I've seen in movies before, but I didn't really know who he is. But the thing is, is that he doesn't even get a name in this movie. He's just, he's just called Regal Monk in, in the credits. He doesn't even get a name, which is kind of, um, kind of a shame, I guess, because there's lots of worse actors in this film who, who actually have character names. But, um, anyway, so he sees her go into this, like, uh, it's like little doorway or whatever. She's snooping around. She wants to find the talisman, and this is a weird scene because she goes in there and there's this fucking like creepy ass, uh, like gargoyle looking thing that looks right, like this... something. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it looks like something from like Three Hundred. You know that weird hunchback looking no, dude. That's, that's the too, only that's thing.
1: That's way too good. This... Look, this is like looking. But I'm a big Buffy guy, right? I've Mm-hmm. I watch every season. I mean, I watch the whole run at least every other year, so I go through all seven seasons. You know, um, in Buffy, they kept trying to do the snake monster, you know, and the CJ snake monster. and It never looked good in every other season. Like, oh, we're gonna do a snake monster again. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's gonna look this time. It's gonna look good. It never looked good. Seven so you seasons. think
0: like when they get their budget every every season, like uh, every year get like a bigger budget they're like oh we could finally do the snake now monster now
1: snake <laughs> and so like this is one of those things where i'm like i bet like that we're gonna have this fucking boss demon monster and then you look at it you're like yeah kind of i mean you know, it's, like, it's 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 not even at the level for all the makeup in the movie that i, I think is fairly decent
0: this isn't even uh, that, like,
1: yeah. killer clowns from outer space decent you know
0: but you know what though? Like I will give them credit because this is they're tr- they're trying here. You know, like this but that's is why actually. I was like
1: this this has to be a fantasy world. You know, like yeah. why this is set in Romania? I don't know. You know,
0: yeah, and that's the thing is like they should have just they should have just placed it in some other world. You know, where like magic and other weird creatures can exist, not like fucking like, like reference like the world, China.
1: The world's called Rain and her name is blood and you know what i mean like sure. everyone everyone's yeah. last name is rain you know
0: like kagan that's rain that's fine with me kagan <laughs> kagan rain kegel rains K- K- um.
1: kegel rains <laughs> uh, Madsen, um. michael matson rains
0: oh know? god damn it <laughs> um and so yeah she she's fighting this like weird ass dude and he looks like a, a goddamn like uh like demon or something and I'm, and I, the, me, the whole time i'm like okay I get that he's supposed to be guarding the talisman but if he's like supposed to be a monk or something this is supposed to be a monastery and like they've got this creepy ass like thing in there and it ends up he has this like crucifix necklace and she sees like a doorway that has like a notch uh in the hole for the the necklace where the necklace goes and he's just like sleeping on this chair and so she goes and tries to take it off of him and he wakes up and he gets this giant fucking hammer is like swinging it around and uh he's trying to hit her with it she's just like flipping doing flippy stuff and you know uh moving around and he finally gets this like big club with spikes on it and um she takes she gets it from him and trips him and just smashes him on the head and dude his head just explodes like it just a uh, uh, gush it's like it's like gallagher Busting some watermelons on stage—that's what it, like it looks like. It just blood fucking everywhere. It was awesome. Yeah, I it really it.
1: felt like at this sequence they could have just cut into like some heavy metal music or some meatloaf music or something, you know?
0: <sighs> this or, or, would have been the scene in like uh, House of the Dead where it's just like all techno like house, yeah. Or just music. To
1: Mortal Kombat. Grab something from that Mortal Kombat album—not not the movie <laughs> one, the, the one before that, you know, where each song was about one of the fighters. Like, oh God,
0: <laughs> raging Yeah, yeah, Sub yeah. Sub Zero, Sub Zero. <laughs> <laughs> was that was like was that like a never ending story? Yeah, <laughs> the <thing that> you... <laughs> yeah sure. Why not? <laughs> oh God, I'll I'll buy it. Um, I did this next scene. I didn't understand what the hell was happening. Um, she goes in. Okay, so she unlocks the door, and this is like something from like. I don't know some like bootleg Indiana Jones bullshit going on here where she starts like walking. It's like this big, I guess, octagonal like room with like stone pillars on either side. And on the floor, there's all these like, like notches cut, uh, on the floor. And she takes her first step and, um, all these fucking like saw blades, like, like, Like roll across the floor, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like you can't, you can't go out there. And there's all these like spikes that come on the wall. And so he's like, "How are you going to get across?" Because she sees that there's a box on the other side. So she's like, "Okay, I need to get over there." And for whatever reason, she just like throws one of her swords out in the middle of it, and the saw blades come out and like knocks it into the the fucking ceiling. And you're like, "Okay, I wonder what's happening there." And then she throws the other one. Across the room, and it like goes into the wall, and somehow she does some weird flippy cartwheel stuff and just misses all of the saw blades, and she just makes it across. Um, Literally, you ever the... see
1: Jane and Bob Stryback?
0: It's been a while.
1: There's a whole sequence where this female team of like you know thieves have to like jump through a laser thing, you know, and it's got all this techno music, and they each have their own moves. And the third one finally gets across and then she rips a big old fart. So off the fucking alarm.
0: <laughs> like, that would have been great. This,
1: this movie just needed a sense of humor. Like that's, a, mm-hmm. this is the reason why this is like 10 steps below street fighter. The movie is at least Street Fighter The movie has points where you can just like, this is ridiculously stupid, but you can laugh at it. You know, you can't laugh at this. This is, it's trying to be cool without, yeah, yeah. you know, like it's trying to be cool, but it, it can't, like you can't even pull this off, this effect of the blades in the, the shitty little room would have been a, a very cool like last five minute bit of Buffy the Vampires Slayer, the last ten minutes mm-hmm. you know? Um, but here it's just like it's not even a set piece you know, like it's barely what you would call a set piece So and I what I was on questioning... those flips so far in the thing, we don't even you know what I mean, it's not like yeah you know like she's by the way does she have super strength like how does it work
0: it's never never explained (laughs) it's just never they never even fucking bother to explain it like it's just i don't know she picks up the she picks up the box and then like where she picked it up i guess it was like sitting on a water fountain or something because all this water starts bubbling out of it and she's like oh god what and she turns around and mind you she just starts walking backwards um, from the same area where she had a flip through where all those giant saws came out. So I would have loved it if like she walked backwards and the saws came out and just cut her fucking in pe- to pieces and the movie is over. But for whatever reason, because she picked up that little box, like the saws aren't, are deactivated now, I guess. Like that just makes no sense whatsoever. So anyway, so she starts like realize like, oh shit. Um, and then the door that she just came in from shuts. And then all of this, like, water starts, like, filling up in the room. And very meanwhile, normal. I
1: must... I mean, it's like they turn yeah, on Yeah, it's hose.
0: very slowly. You're like, right? this would, get yeah, they put maybe, like, four or five water hoses in there.
1: Literally, there was more water pressure in the slide from Goonies.
0: <laughs> it would take, like, maybe four days for this room to fill up with water at this rate. Um, and then I'm just, like, wondering, like, what is, like, why is she freaking out about this? Because I guess I forgot... From the very beginning of the film that in this movie, for whatever reason, like vampires are damaged from water, not holy water, just water. So like, I guess you can't go out when it's raining, even at night, if you're a vampire, because if you get touched by water, you're just going to fucking die, which makes no goddamn sense at all. But in this movie, sure, whatever. Who cares? So she does this weird thing where there's the water filling up on the ground and so she jumps and does this flip and grabs on to the sword that got jutted into stuck into the ceiling. And so she's hanging upside down by the sword and it's slowly like coming out of the wall. And she's like, Oh shit, you know, I'm going to, you know, something's going to happen bad. And the box of the talisman opens up and something falls out of it. She grabs it. It's a fucking eyeball. And she starts like looking at the eye, and all this weird stuff starts happening. And I guess somehow it's
1: an she, eyeball in, in that, like when you go to the gift shop at Adventureland and Disneyland, and there's like a carving of a wood eye or something. Yep. It's not it's like see one of those. It's not, it's not, it's very, I mean, it's an eyeball in the loosest sense of the, the words.
0: Mm hmm. I guess she absorbs its powers or something because the, the sword falls out of the ceiling and she falls to the ground and she has a few droplets on her. Um, and she's like, okay. And she's like, what the fuck? And
1: then See, they used to do this- these chintzy moves on Buffy where like a computer would look at you and then you get possessed by the computer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, that's where I'm like, these transition, this storytelling, these, these UV had to what, just like, he had to have done TV, like in German or, you know what I mean? These are very- Do
0: you think TV- meanwhile, like at night in between shots, he's just like watching reruns of like Buffy and Angel? And
1: fucking it up. You know what I mean? Like not
0: <laughs> yeah. doing it anywhere near as
1: well. I mean, I, I hate- Don't, don't kid me. I'm not gonna kid you for one second. Buffy is light years beyond us, like, but I'm saying go back to the first season of Buffy, you know? And even then it- Even then, man, <laughs> like the master is way more a compelling villain than Kingsley. full mm-hmm. mouth and everything, like- but, I mean, a lot Did of those, you... like, a lot of... So, in the first season of Buffy, there was a lot of these, like, vampire minions that were, like, also school jacks. And so, like, Kagan's, like, main dude, like, totally could have been a jack on Buffy. Like...
0: <laughs> like, what's his name? Like, Domestary or Damascus or Whatever. some shit? I He would have been, yeah. like...
1: Don or something on the football team, you <laughs> and shit, you know what I mean? Like come around, just kicking Xander around and shit. Like, oh god, that's so hilarious. Like, yeah, every time I see him, I'm like, this could have been little Sunnydale, but you know, bat bullies and shit. Like, it's, Oh, uh, it's funny.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, the water just for whatever stops happening. Like the water is is, is no longer trickling in. Her eyes have changed color, and then the one monk that greeted her, like when she first came in. Shows up and he's like, Follow me. But what's weird is, like, he has her swords in his hand when he walks through the door, but her swords just fell on the ground, like, Uh, moments before. I know. Did did you notice that when you (laughs) watched it? I was like, (laughs) Nah, but you know what, man? It's kind of
1: like shit respawns in a video game. (laughs) So, you know. Sure. Okay. Perhaps perhaps the script script hit a memory limit and they respawned
0: okay well you know what there's fast traveled in this movie so why not like you know we could do, do that in my
1: in my, in my in my in my in my edit of blood rain the, the fan i put in loading screens you know what i mean just to oh, that would
0: be <laughs> yeah and that's the thing is like he should have done something like that because in, he does intersperse like um bits of actual gameplay from house of the dead which is right Fucking hilarious. But we don't really get any shots of like the Blood Rain video game in it. Um and so if he had put loading screens in it, that 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 could have could have saved this film, I think. Um and
1: Safe. so like it would have gotten over <laughs> you know, I mean, That I know, would have put in the five million mechanics. Oh god.
0: Yeah. Um and so uh the Regal Monk comes in, he's like, Oh god, what did you do? You absorbed the eye. And and he's like now you've done something that you shouldn't have done. Um, and he tells her that there's actual three talismans. An eye, a rib, and a heart that came from this long-dead vampire named uh, Belair or something. but Belayer. And he was like the w- po- most powerful vampire. And here's a bit of exposition that should have been fucking put up way in front of the movie. We're th- like more than 30 minutes into the film right now. And this is when it's finally revealed, like, what can kill a vampire in this, in this universe that they've set and created. It's water, sunlight, and a cross are the three things that can kill a vampire. And if you get each of those, if you're a vampire, right? And you get each of those talismans, you collect Belire's, um, heart, rib, and and uh, fucking I
1: Simon's quest right
0: <laughs> basically right? you can then become like this fucking yeah. invincible vampire that cannot there's be killed by
1: cycles or there's a kind of collect the rib I mean like, the last time I remember collecting a vampire's rib was in Simon's quest and I fucking hated it you know so this this movie could have used the soundtrack to Simon's quest so I'll give it that
0: okay so when you do your fan edit um next week uh <laughs> be sure to use that soundtrack
1: there you go oh, i will yeah i will a lot of <laughs> you know, you, keep it up keep it up
0: buddy yep <laughs> by the end of this you're going to be dead set on doing it um which is um which okay so here's the weird thing so he's like okay you're a vampire but how are you immune to a cross and she's like no i'm a damn peer there's a difference mr monk <laughs> Tamato, and he's like oh tomato, yeah, yeah. Okay. it reminds me yeah. of
1: scene of simpsons where, where mr burns is trying to tell the difference between ketchup and cats up <laughs> you know oh yeah yeah i just you, you just solidify when i do make this fan edit it's gonna be called blood rain dead 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 set you know what i mean
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah,
1: that's the name of the fan. blood rain dead set
0: dead set i love it and so then okay this is a kind of a cool scene because this next one because we get our first big battle um one of only maybe a couple real battle scenes in this movie um uh, because uh Damistir and his uh knights of Rohan show up and they just start killing like all of the monks um in the fucking like monastery but these monks are like warrior monks too because they've got fucking like bow staffs and bows and arrows and shit so they're badass in their own right and so they're fighting back and you got like a pretty good fight scene there's this one monk that's like a fucking like, Kung Fu Master, and he's kicking ass with the bow. Did you see that?
1: Uh, yeah, it was like, <laughs> it was like Ubi was like, I just watched Big Trouble in Little China, and they're getting this fight in an alleyway. <laughs> and this is yeah. gonna be my Big Trouble in Little China fight in alleyway. You know what I mean? The, 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 the Wong, uh, the Shang Yens versus, yeah, whatever.
0: You know? What I know what <laughs> you're talking about. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. That shit was awesome. Yeah. Um, this is But not here's- <laughs> This is like the first scene that we see Rain have to fight with her swords. And this is... What I was talking about earlier, just how impractical they are and how just awkward it looks. Like, I don't know if maybe a skilled martial artist probably would have made this look a lot better. But we have Kristina Loken, who looks like a goddamn giraffe, like, walking on like on his first day. Thoughts. Yeah, she, she did. So there's that. Um, but I wish they shouldn't have let her do it because she's terrible. Um, it's just that it's just she's awkward like she it's you can tell that like they're trying to like make her kicks and shit like look good but it's just super slow and it's just bad um and meanwhile domister is fighting that fat monk uh that showed up and he's putting up a pretty good fight for a minute and then he just like stabs him and kills him and he's dead and then We get this crazy scene of, uh, rain stabs this dude in the fucking eye socket. That was uh, some, that was some practical effects that I thought I was like, Oh shit. Like that's looked painful as fuck. But then it's just people just fighting, really. There's like no rhyme or reason. It's just people fighting. And then the saddest part for me is when finally the little kung fu monk gets killed. I was, I was hoping he was going to make it out of this alive but sadly um sadly no he does not um and then michael madsen and his buddy just show up out of nowhere
1: i want to say and they his, just start joining reminds in. me of like the guy he was on household james and bob it's right back he was in the scooby van like hitting on the chicks or something oh, no no he was he was <laughs> yeah. with the he was with the spy chicks he was the little brother oh it's that dude from fucking um sean william astin well, no what's his name sean williams
0: sean william scott yeah you should
1: have got sean william scott for this role hey there little buddy what's your what's your malfunction you know
0: <laughs> that would he would have been great in this yeah. um because he's actually has a personality and right. can actually be funny yeah, um could see
1: mike madsen yeah. wanted to punch the shit out of him which would have been fun to watch
0: like, you know what like what this movie was lacking um there is no humor in it that, whatsoever what I'm saying. there's no fun it, it's just yep. trying to be cool
1: but U V mm-hmm. Bull, like, he's one of those guys that just, like, you know, he's cool to him. You know, he knows he's cool. He knows he's cool. I'm not saying yep. he's cool, but he knows he's cool. Uh, <laughs> I like no it. one yeah. else is... People are probably just terrified of him, you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But he knows he's cool. Um, kind of like I, Les Grossman in uh, Tropic Thunder.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so, probably how most of the scenes go, goes down. He's just bullying people on set and just, like threatening yeah. to punch people yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah, until they do what they I say so no one everyone's just gonna do what you wants to do so we can all yep. get paid and go home
0: oh i'm sure that's probably exactly what happened they're like god damn it just just fucking do it and let's just get out of here we just want to be done for the day um, michael Matson just wants to booze it up you can tell like he's just a fucking raging alcoholic in this movie and he just wants to get to the next set Get done. She was drinking um,
1: all the time, you know. Like, he should like all the time, man. Like
0: yep, yep. his
1: his weapon should have just been like every time there's a fight, he just breaks the bottles, and now he's got broken bottles as weapons. You
0: know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's every funny. scene,
1: every time he just breaks the bottles. That's my weapons, bitch. You know.
0: <laughs> it could have been like Ricky and Trailer Park Boys, how he always has a rum and coke in every yeah, scene. Every it's just Michael scene. Madsen with some booze. um Michelle Rodriguez just shows up out of nowhere and just saves Michael Madsen's ass, like scene after scene, like. Michael Madsen is, like, chopping up dudes, but, like, he's about to get, like, hit with a bow and arrow, he's about to get hit with a knife, like, all this stuff, and Michelle Rodriguez just saves his ass, like, four times in this one, um, shot. Like, it's just, it's it's crazy. Um, and then a rain comes down into the courtyard, and that's when, like, Michael Madsen, they lock eyes, and he's, like, realizes, like, oh, it's a damn fear. Um, uh, but, um the master or whatever that dude's name is like just fucking comes out of nowhere, punches her in their face, knocks her out, throws her on a horse and rides off with her. And you're like, Oh shit. Well, she's gone. Um, and Michael Madsen's dudes just kill the rest of the people there. Like just kill fucking everybody. So basically everyone's dead. Um, you got, uh, Michael Madsen, um, the like broke ass Sean William Scott and and Michelle Rodriguez are the only ones alive they realized like, okay, we got to keep following, uh, that dude that took, uh, rain. And, uh, then fuck man, like this, it's just, uh, I'm like emotionally spent after this movie. Like, it's just, this movie had so like, they had no emotion in it. Like I was, tr- I guess I was trying like put myself into this movie and I have now, it has sucked all the emotion from me. Well, this like I just... would
1: cut to credits and we'd go to the next episode. You know, you need a break after for this. Cause you're like, yeah,
0: yeah, this would, yes. Okay. So when you do this, um, sketch, this is when you maybe do like a, a trilogy kind of like a, uh, the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings where you can make a, the blood rain trilogy. So this probably would have been a good ending for the first film right here
1: no 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 this 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 can't go longer than 25 minutes of pop bro like like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) because because then you're like oh no like what's what's gonna happen to blood rain oh you got to tune into the next episode to find out like is she is she dead what's gonna happen
1: yeah i mean previously on that fucking movie you were watching you
0: know. (laughs) So then we, we get, we're, we're back into, to Ben Kingsley's room and Gandhi's there with this poor, scared Indian girl. And he's like, Oh, it's going to be okay. You're here with Gandhi. And he just fucking turns into a vampire and eats her. And you're like, Oh shit. Then we get another, uh, like helicopter shot of that one scene you were talking about where people are just riding on horseback. Um, and this is where you could probably cue up some Lord of the Rings music. Like, Dun, 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 dun. Um, that would be very good here. Oh, this is this is a great scene. So, uh, Demestir shows up for whatever reason. He goes, instead of just like going straight to um, Ben Kingsley's house, he decides he's going to go into uh, Leonid's lair. It's just it's like this. It looks like a, it's a tiny ass, like, looks like a, a cathedral or something. Um, but it's like, what it really is it's like a party house apparently but um uh this michael madsen
1: so she had to have just basically watched that music video i would do anything for love right and was like, <laughs> you
0: know, we need this
1: so first off why why would vampires even have a hangout with windows right you know that one to me right they <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, got lots of nudity and look props to me if he's you know, he's getting, he's getting, he's living, he's the, living the good life.
0: <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah.
1: And by the way, it's meatloaf a day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. um, this is okay. There's this scene right here. We said there's, there's, there's no humor in this movie. I, I kind of lied, um, but it's not intentional um, because this uh, meatloaf has these like fucking armed guards outside that are just kind of sitting there. And they remind me, this, this scene really reminds me of Monty Python in the Holy Grail where the guys are guarding the castle and they see, uh, I can't remember. The character's name, but they see the knight running towards him and you see him just running. It's like, and the next shot's just him again. And it's, he's never like really getting any closer. And this all of a sudden, this goes on like for a solid like minute and a half in the movie. And then all of a sudden he's just there. And he just starts, starts stabbing them. And they're like, ah, <laughs> he's just out of nowhere. He's just there, kills them. Um, for whatever reason. So this is basically that same scene because you have Michael Madsen and his buddy. And they're, like, looking out there. They're like, oh, it's Leonid's lair. Meanwhile, his buddy just knocks an arrow and just shoots them, like, right in front of him. And, like, just kills this poor man that's just standing there. Shoots him right in the fucking heart. <laughs> and she's like, oh, God. And they just shoot everybody with arrows. And they just all die, like, right there. It was hilarious. My wife and I, we just busted out laughing at that scene. Yeah, um, I mean, they're even making. It was great. Even
1: while they're fighting, there's people that are just keep making out. Like oh even though <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> it's oh god yeah. um and so yeah so then we cut into uh meatloaf's bedroom where it's fucking fat ass meatloaf in this terrible wig you got some um just people hanging out and he's got like yeah he's got a like a a bed full of I guess vampire chicks that are there and he for whatever reason he uh the dude lays rain on the bed and he's like hey man we got to stay here until nightfall. Um, and, and there's these just people hanging out and like, they're just like these vampire dudes are just like draining blood from these people into like cups and just like straight drinking it. It's, it's bizarre. And so Michael Madsen and his buddy start walking in. No one questions them after this point. Like there's three guards outside and there's no guards inside. They're just like walking around. And meanwhile, it's like, um, it reminds me kind of of that scene in uh Bloodsport when he's like, when Jean-Claude Van Damme is like walking through um the underground and there's just these people like all looking around at him and there's like, eh. and they're just basically doing the exact same thing, but there's just like vampire orgies happening all around. Um It's just super weird.
1: It's like movie uh, saw Bram Stoker's Dracula. He's like, mm. I know how we can beat the Keanu with the vampire scene. <laughs> yeah we get gonna, five it's gonna be meatloaf with 19 women you know what i mean <laughs>
0: like, i i wish though that we could have had a scene of like meatloaf playing the piano and actually he singing a song
1: you well, see at this point he blew his voice out so he couldn't sing but he could have lip-synced an older song at the very least
0: yeah like i could i would do anything for love like would have be been great perfect. if they got
1: steinman to come in there and fucking throw down dude but mm-hmm. whatever I know. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, so it. you get lots of breasts and all that kind of stuff. So you get the requisite. Hey, hey, um, if this were sort of
1: made with Muppets, you think this would be Gonzo and all the chickens?
0: Oh my God, right. that'd be hilarious.
1: <laughs> Just to bring it back to the whole puppet thing. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Let's do that. Um, and so, yeah, they finally get far enough in into the fucking like lair where they have to start killing some vampire dudes, and um, Milo finds out that like he's like all being all weird and stuff to rain. And he realizes that she is a damn fear. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to keep her. And he's, he's like, I'm going to take her. You can't, you know, take her away. She's by now. And so Damasteer uh, freaks out because he's like, no, she belongs to Kagan. And then at this point, that's when, uh, Michael Madsen and them show up. And just all hell breaks loose. They just start killing vampires. Michael Madsen just is walking down this hallway. And this poor, like, dude is just walking around, walks around the corner, just has no idea what's going on. And he just punches him right in the face. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, my God. Why would you do that? The guy wasn't even doing anything to you. Michael Madsen just starts beating the shit out of this guy. Um, and they go into the scene. And then they start, like, chopping people up. And it's just like, god damn it. Um, it's just... All hell breaks loose and Meatloaf is just by the way, hit. Michael
1: Madsen out of nowhere gets a crossbow Oh yeah what on his on his wrist, like a boba fett thing, like but yep. dude, it's not there in any of the shots like where is that fucking Mm-mm. thing hiding?
0: <laughs> yep. He shoots like uh Meatloaf in the, the shoulder or something with this tiny crossbow and then it's gone. Like it's just gone from there. Um and at this point then he's doing the whole like knocking out the uh the windows. Um and that's how Meatloaf dies. Um, and I love that like Meatloaf, because he's getting burned by the sun, all of his like, uh, body is like falling off and burning. And he's still screaming while he's uh, a skeleton. Like you can still hear his scream. And all he is just is just like a, a burning heap of, of bones. You can still hear his scream for whatever reason.
1: Like a, so bad, they have to, like a, Ooh, what?
0: <laughs> right. Um, Yeah, um, so they get they get rain. They have to put like a hood over because at least there's like consistency here, you know. And they they have to keep her uh, covered up. And the next scene, I don't even know where they get it. They get they're on a fucking boat, and you can tell it's like they're just on a set in here. Like it's they're not even trying. It's just like at at night they've got a light on them, and they're just out there hanging out on an Island or on this boat and stuff. And so then it cuts back to, uh, Ben Kingsley and he's pissed off because rain got away. They take, they take her to, to the brimstone society and, um, Michelle Rodriguez is there and she's pissed because
1: is she, I or guess... is she just happy? Cause I can't tell. <laughs> yeah. you know, I can, <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true. You never really know. Um, I don't know. Her, she's a mystery that we can't unlock. Um, I think she's mad because I, and the thing is they, they don't really fully explain like what is even the brimstone society. They don't really explain like what their purpose is. You just kind of, I guess, guess that they're vampire hunters. And so she's mad that they brought um, rain to the society because she's a fucking like half vampire. So it's like, you're basically just like selling out what we've been doing this whole time because now like you're bringing her here, but they don't ever really explain that. Like that would be kind of important piece. I would think, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. but they decide they have to throw rain in jail in a cell because they don't know if like they can trust her or not. Um, um, uh, Michelle Riguez says, like the, I guess there's a another Brimstone Society in Rome that's fallen, and so like now this is the only Brimstone Society left. Like this is like the last haven or, or you know like like piece of resistance. And so they're like, oh shit, like we're you know back to the wall. And then at this point, uh, Blood Rain or Rain wakes up and she's like, oh, let me out. Let me out of the, the, these shackles and release me from my prison. And they're like, "Oh no, you're gonna bite us if we do that." And uh, and she's like, "No, I won't. I I I don't thirst for human blood. I will just I can eat a rat or something." <laughs> and she's like, "Besides, I'm trying to find Kagan too. I want to kill him because he raped my mom." And they're like, "What?" And then this, then we get this great flashback scene that I'm sure you like. Really you want to take us it. through that?
1: Like we we wait. Which yeah uh, no,
0: it's it's the flashback scene okay so this is <clears throat> they 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 showed a portion of this earlier I, look, in the
1: film look i watched it. i'm just saying that the only thing i remember i remember her in the thing and then she's having sex with the dude like
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> we're getting there we're getting there all right i'm just this saying like yeah in between parts <laughs> a little like <laughs> <sighs> so they i can be- see how how that sex scene just kind of like but they, like this, this scene show, before that.
1: They do show the rape scene again, right? Like, we do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we do
0: it again. We, we already saw
1: this. That's probably why I turned it but,
0: but what we didn't know, though, is that Rain was there the whole time and watched her mom. Because I guess they have, like, this weird, like, little, like, <laughs> um, hidey hole. Bro, like, <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Oh, jeez. Yeah. We got, like, I mean, Tarantino with feet and Uwe Bowl with rape. And so I mean, it's like. Oh.
1: Dude, I mean, like, I don't know, man. Look here's the thing you know rapist is is a really fucking horrific subject to deal with you know and to just keep but he does
0: it in a very smart and uh artistic way
1: sure okay you know (laughs) (laughs) you know like and i just i keep thinking like you didn't remember i I don't know man you know like she just she had to be told all this and, and these flashbacks come at there's no like real period of like These aren't periods of like inflection for the characters, you know, where they're looking at the the moon, you know. Mm -hmm.
0: This scene, this scene was not even needed because you basically already it it already told you the flashback um, that this is what happened. Um, But I guess that the thing that you see is just, I guess that she was there and she saw it. But you could have done that in that first flashback, and this was totally not needed. Um, but yeah, so we see that Ben Kingsley like raped her mom. I, I guess she didn't even rape her here. He just kind of bites her and kills her. Um, but he must've raped her before because, um, because I, he must've impregnated her at some point, which just sounds so gross to hear Ben Kingsley impregnated someone. Um, and so I guess he comes back to take her. I guess so. so it's years later, and so he wants the daughter, his daughter, um, and she's like she's not here. And so he bites her and kills her. He bites her, so she must be turned into a vampire. Then he stabs her with a a stake and kills her. And Rain sees this, and um, and then you know, so Michael, <laughs> so Michael Madsen then has like a. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. He's like, well,
0: sometimes you just gotta trust people. It's like that whole raspy Michael Madsen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know, you
1: could tell which scenes were shot in different, like this is probably when he, he's, this had to be one of the earlier scenes, you know, he's before like, he
0: started drinking on set.
1: Yeah. Or maybe it was later because <laughs> the first scene has to be when Michelle Rodriguez is talking all fantasy. Like <laughs> oh, yeah. it had to be first day of shooting this. Maybe this is toward the end where he was just like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Margaritaville, you know?
0: Like, I would love to see how Uwe Boll constructs his, like, selections and, like, his, his, like, what his process is and, like, how he. Uh, I
1: have no doubt if there was a, <laughs> a, a office style, like, documentary being recorded, anything he makes, I would, I would watch it.
0: Oh, weekly, for sure. Weekly. <laughs> I have a feeling that he only wants to, he wants to shoot, like, fun stuff for, like, the big. Uh, the big set pieces and just the action stuff and, and also the rape and boob stuff. And then he probably lets like the second director, the second like team just shoot everything else. And that's why some of the stuff makes sense because Ube Bol was not even there. Um, yeah, it's just whatever. <laughs> um, and so then we get like a whole training montage stuff where they're, they decide like, okay, we're going to let you out. Um, but you have to join brimstone society and she's like sure okay and so they, she starts training with them and Michael Madsen and you know like the other dude is helping her train and Michelle Rodriguez just stewing out at the you know like from f- fucking off to the side she's all pissed off and everything and um then we see like rain in the middle of this like wooded glen at night just training with their little swords like spinning them around and just hopping around, whatever. And you're like, all right, she's, I guess it's tr- telling you that she's becoming a more uh, skilled fighter. Apparently, <laughs> okay. I guess. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Like Neo. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's just like Neo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. Um, and then she's back in her cell and uh, Sean William Scott is in there and he's like, you know, you don't know everything about everybody. Some people, you know, you know, some people know pain, too. He's like, my parents died. They turned into vampires and Michael Madsen killed them. So there and he walks away um, all pissed off and Michael shit. Michael
1: Madsen turns around and goes, I was in war games, motherfucker. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, I was in fucking war games.
0: <laughs> so that scene must have, like, got her really horny or something because she wakes up and she comes out of her cell. No, 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 she has a nightmare. What it is, she has a nightmare of her, like, feeding on people and, like, biting people and shit and, like, killing her friend in that, like, circus, that carnival circus shit. So that must have got her, like, super horny, and she gets out, and this is that sex scene that you've been wanting to talk about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which, the poor show of Scott, dude, is just writing a letter, like, keeping a journal or something, minding his own business. And she just walks out and just grabs him, pushes him up against the gel cell. And my wife and I were trying to understand just like from like a, like a, a re, like how does this sex scene happen? Because she grabs like the bars and like lifts herself up and is like holding herself up by her arms and is just, I don't know, it's the most awkward sex scene i've ever seen in a movie and of course it has to be because it's an uve bowl movie so
1: in the mid 90s i was dating uh, this girl and uh she invited me over after high school right over to her house and
0: i see where this is going you
1: know, and she had this movie uh it was a <laughs> it was this movie with dwight Yoakam.
0: <laughs> oh god
1: right where you play like a rodeo clown i don't know like something like in a rodeo something with rodeos and he likes this chick and i'm thinking all right there's gonna be a and they're getting a little romantic. Maybe there'll be a moment and maybe there'll be a moment and you know, a little something can happen. And they ended up doing it on the, the sides of a rodeo stall, you know, like the gate, you know, the fencing. Oh, yeah. And it's one of the most pathetic. It was so bad that, you know, we didn't even kiss. Like, like, like a really oh, bad idea. Like,
0: yeah. This is just, it's, yeah. this is just such an awkward sex scene. It's this uncomfortable more than anything well, else. Like, yeah, so it's, it's, it's clearly like,
1: I've heard that sex scenes in general are uncomfortable on sets, you know, mm-hmm. because it's usually just the director and the two people and it's, it's fucking weird.
0: You know what I mean? Like, oh, I would love to hear Uwe Boll's direction. Yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I want to b- believe that he's talking like Vincent price the whole time too.
1: You know, if I had real F money, I could do like, like, Pause the, the 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 fan edit and do reenactments of this with puppets.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Just do the reenactments with puppets. You know, oh, <laughs> You know, he's scream, what the fuck I you feel know? <laughs> oh like maybe U V actually did this move once and he's trying to show him how to do it. And everyone's like, you just maybe you just a pervy fucking dude, man. Like, like oh. none of us know how to pull this shit off. You know,
0: that's hilarious. Maybe that's um, where they
1: could have got wire work for the film, like in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we brought in uh that, uh what was the guy who did all the matrix wire work The yeah the guy from like all the the jackie chan films and
0: yep yeah that would have been a great like bullet time scene of her riding him and just getting <laughs> like, <laughs> it, like circles 360
1: 69 thing you know where you're like no one can do that you know
0: <laughs> oh, uh, geez, Christ,
1: yeah, it's, yeah, yeah.
0: it's hilarious um then, okay, so it cuts to Michelle Rodriguez. I guess she's writing a letter to her. And she's like, I've come to see the truce. Brimstone is lost. Um I think you're right, basically. And she gives the letter to this dude that just paddles around, like, really slowly. Um So in this fucking film, like, you have, like, you have fast travel. You... Have like respawns of fucking weapons, but you don't have email apparently, so you have to send this poor little man to paddle out. Um, and you know, who who knows like how long it's gonna fucking take to get this message there. Um, this is the scene where this next scene is that point where I was saying earlier where uh, Ben Kingsley is given that like Theoden um speech, uh, where he's like trying to rally his troops and it's, like. You know, the time has come to fulfil your oath my thrall, scour the land, find brimstone and destroy it. Bring the damn fear to me. Uh leave no human alive. Um but instead of like actually using emotion like I just did now, he just is monotone the entire time. It's like um you can tell he's just reading off he's a speed script. Reads too. Like, yes. You know, you he's... ever
1: you ever get called on to class to read from the everyone has to read from a book? And you didn't really want to do it. So, or maybe someone didn't want to do it. So they would just read it really fast. Like, you know, like
0: I imagine like they forgot to get Ben Kingsley to read this line, like wh- when they actually had him. And so they're like, shit, what are we going to do? And Uwe Bol's like, call him up. Just call him. And they're like, Oh God. Okay. And they call him up and he's like probably in the middle of like yoga or something because he's Gandhi also. Um, and he's pissed off because he doesn't want to be part of this movie anymore. They're like, look, Ben, I know, I know I get it. Uh, but Uwe, Uwe really needs you to read these lines. He's like, fine, fucking just send them over. And he just reads it off a phone really quick. That's the only thing that makes sense. Like he just, finds like, okay, you got it, but I'm only going to do 30 seconds. And that's, that's what they got. And that's, that's the lines that they had to use. That's all they had. Um, that, I want hundred percent want to believe that that uh, that's what happened so um, then we get this really crazy um, training uh, fight scene between uh, rain and Michelle Rodriguez and I want to believe this is where the sparks flew and they literally fly because they have CGI sparks every time uh, their swords clash in this training scene and so it's like I think I want to say this is like Uve Bol's like way of showing like the sparks flying between these actors, and it was just a moment of 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 just romance and passion.
1: Can I give a big just, shout out at this moment to the most underappreciated uh, television series, Highlander, the TV show? Because
0: <laughs> oh, look as
1: as chintzy as some of those episodes, Sorfarny, maybe especially the pilot when Richard Mull and Joan Jett were in that episode. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was there. Um <laughs> I got to say, Duncan McCloud sold you could sell a you could sell a sword fight with sparks. A cable spark <laughs> At least those swords were actually electrified. You know, this is you
0: know, these swords are like made out of something weird, too. It's like they've got like foam core mm-hmm. and just like spray painted it like you, you I don't think it's they something put that weird much money into
1: it. I weird. don't know,
0: but <laughs> it's just like it looks like a weird like I don't know, like some sort of soft metal because you could just see them like getting dented. You know those playing reflective
1: tables in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Like those, those those like stainless steel reflective, all they're like super cheap, like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that must have been what it is. I guess. Um This next scene is is actually a pretty cool scene. I, I really like this. This is where, um. This is where we get Billy Zane again. And this is the last, unfortunately, I think the last scene with Billy Zane. And he um Damaster, D- Dem- I still can't fucking remember yeah, his yeah, name. Yeah,
1: the 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 Sunnyvale bully. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. He shows up and is like um yelling at him. He's like I want to know where uh like your daughter is or something. Uh, tell me where like the next talisman is. or I, I don't even remember what he's there for. I guess he throws a head on Billy Zane's table. Billy Zane don't give a fuck either. He's reading a book and Billy Zane tells him, he's like, you know what? Like the time of uh, Kagan is over. You should join me. The future is in the hands of like half human, half vampires. And so we could join me and like, we'll, we'll forge a new world or something. I, I guess um, and that guy gets really mad at him he's like no don't, I'm not going to do that you got to give me a map and and then it just like cuts from there back to yeah, it's weird. this is, is the scene this is Adam? the scene he points a sword oh.
1: at Billy Zane and then Billy Zane moves the sword away gently. Like they're about to have another, like a love scene. I'm like, is this going to get sexual? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> <God> <laughs> he it. moves it real like, oh. Hey, here we go. And then never see Billy Zane again. Um, I thought if, he was going to like appear at the end. Dude.
0: Oh God, know. that would have been great. Yeah. If, if Uwe Boll probably wasn't like a homophobic uh, person, oh, like that's he? probably what we would have got. I think he is. I oh. think, well, I know that he's like throwing out a lot of like, homophobic, like, slurs and stuff in oh. the past. He's called people. So, uh, you know, like, so Uwe probably not the best kind of guy. 80s, we don't need... Eh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and so this is... I, I want to say, is this the other scene where um Michelle Rodriguez is trying to talk with an accent? When she's like... uh She basically <clears throat> um, gives Michael Madsen an ultimatum. She's like, you you're losing the fucking brotherhood or something. And you know, like you're weak now and all this shit. Like, I don't like, you shouldn't be traveling with blood rain because I don't like her and she's prettier than me. And she's a bitch. And he's like, fine, I'll bring Sebastian with me. And he gives her this like kiss on the head. It's really weird. Um, I don't know. It's super weird, man. um, and then, uh, oh God, I don't, that's the they, scene where, they,
1: where she has an accent. What I'm trying to that's add.
0: the scene where she has the accent. Yeah, she, yeah, like, yeah.
1: Right from the beginning, you're like, what is this? She's like, <laughs> I don't even know how to do it. Cause it's not like an English accent. It's like a fantasy accent. It's, you know,
0: it when you it's hear like it, you're if like, you're pretending when a little kid and you're trying to talk with like an English accent, it's probably what the closest like you would probably come yeah, to
1: no it. one in willow does that accent by the way like <laughs> you know? so yeah but he does he, that scene ends with with madsen giving her this weird kiss on the head and i'm just like "Wait, is he like a father figure to her is that what it is or
0: that, I, I guess it, like
1: he just really wanted know, to kiss michelle Rodriguez.
0: maybe um, like yeah they've never they never really explained that they're on that level up until that month um and so then they, like, Michael Matson and, and the dudes, like, they show up at this, like, butcher's place. And he's like, oh, come downstairs with me. Um, And he's got, like, this is, like, the scene in all the action movies where, like, the heroes have to, like, stock up on on guns and stuff. And they go to, like, their supplier and they get all these badass guns, right? But instead of guns and stuff, you get, like swords and chinese uh gunpowder and like other stuff that they're like oh yeah we need this um and it's just like okay i <laughs> and then michael Matson gets booze too because of course he needs he needs booze um and so he's happy about that um and then oh god there's just so much stuff that starts happening like here um they see the dude that was like, I guess supposed to be, um, giving the message, uh, from, from Michelle Rodriguez and he shows up on a boat and he's like stabbed. He's dying and he tells Blood Rain. He's like, Oh, don't go back to Brimstone. Um, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, is evil. She turned against the brotherhood. And you're like, what? What the fuck? I can't believe that's happening. They finally, and then it cuts to, um, to Brimstone and Domestir and his guys are fucking attacking Brimstone now and they're getting the shit kicked out of them. Um, and all hell's See, like just breaking. It
1: sounds like a place. It don't sound like a group, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's let's, let's go to Brimstone. Let's vacation in Brimstone this summer. That sounds like something like you'd take the wife and kids to.
1: Let's have a blood orgy. At, the, At Brimstone. There you
0: go, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, they get, they finally get there and like everybody's dead. Domastir is just killing fools left and right. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll have to be honest. I didn't really, uh, I must've walked out of the room on these next bits because I, I don't really remember exactly what happens. Oh, this is the scene in the cave. Where Michelle Rodriguez, when they have that underwater, when Michelle Rodriguez, like, swims.
1: So here's another thing that's weird about this. So, and and somewhat interesting, like, wet sets, wet sets, meaning any set in which they shoot with water, are notoriously the hardest sets to shoot on. Mm Mm-hmm. So like when they have that little trap thing where the water comes in, I'm like, wow, they're throwing water on these sets. Like, they had the time for this, you know? Like, that it's hard to do. And then you realize the water don't go up very much. But here mm. they've got like a whole... It's almost like they fell in a pool and then constructed something around it. Or or this is I don't know. Or this was for something else and then they used the set. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I mean, it's 25 million. I suppose in Romanian. um
0: R- yeah. Rubles or something. You wanted to say yeah. <laughs> rubies, you, dick. you know? Rubles, you know.
1: <laughs> Come on, man of the world, you know what I mean? know yeah. know. <laughs> yep.
0: I was gonna go like Gil, you know, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: macetta That's like uh, yeah. fucking fantasy star. There you go, oh.
1: fantasy star. You know, like so, you know, um like they. I guess I just this is they. They have a whole. This whole set where she just walks down, jumps in the water, and then they're all underwater in this tank scene where I'm like, I'm just shocked that they even bothered.
0: You know, like, this is just, seems there's, like, you know, that's what's weird, man. Like, there's parts of this movie where you could tell, like, they tried, and there is actually, you have to have some skill to pull this off. Cause this actually, yeah, this, yeah, is this is a, a pretty good scene right here.
1: You don't see the bat in the sun videos doing shit underwater.
0: <laughs> right, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it's uh-huh. really hard to do. So. This also is where they clearly separate themselves from your standard uh, Buffy or Angel episode because you didn't really see them doing these very much either.
1: No one was dumb enough to bother.
0: <laughs> <but> you got me on that one. You got me. <laughs> um, but then, like, okay, so they fight. They're fighting underwater, Hold and on. then there Michelle-
1: was an episode in which. Xander joined the swim team and the swim team turned into like,
0: sharks <laughs> or something. So there
1: oh, was just swimming. Yeah, and they ate people the shit. But yeah, there was something, some water movement in there. So there you go.
0: That's hilarious. And Xander in
1: his underwear. So.
0: And this scene is, is, is hilarious. The way it ends, I, I should say, is, is hilarious because, um, Michelle Rodriguez, um, they're fighting underwater and then she stabs, um, Rain and then, because Michelle Rodriguez goes down there and she finds a tali- one of the talismans. That's what it is. She's she's going there to get one of the talisman, Um, and she's coming up out of the water. She's almost out, and then Rain pulls her back in, and they start fighting some more, and she tries to keep coming out. And then out of nowhere, Rain just bites her on the neck, and Michelle Rodriguez is dead. Like, it doesn't even... She doesn't even put up a fight. She's just dead out of nowhere. And you're like, well, that's fucking it. Like, Michelle Rodriguez is done. And, um... So, now, Rain... And
1: then, so, and then I'm thinking, well, what's Billy Zane gonna think? You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I Billy didn't even think Zane, about that. Poor Billy, Billy Zane. Zane. ain't gonna get along with Blood Rain? Oh, man, I thought they was gonna be friends.
0: Yeah, you're thinking, like, oh, God, like, it's... Um, uh, maybe they could finally, you know, like,
1: like... Clearly, the Billy Zane shit was shot after all this was shot.
0: Oh, for sure. There
1: was no way... Yeah. Michelle Rodriguez knew she had a father called Billy Zane when they were shooting the shit.
0: That oh, that's, too that, that's, that's too bad. That's what
1: a special guest appearance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> special. <laughs> appearance. Um, so this is, this is great. So now, <clears throat> so finally from the very beginning of the movie where, you know, like um, rain is talking to the gypsy fortune teller and she's like, tells her you got to get the amulet and bring it to Kagan to get, his audience with him. She finally has the amulet. She finally travels to Kagan's castle and she shows up. Meanwhile, I don't know how she did it, but she had time along the way to get like a new outfit on and she's like did her hair up really nice. I guess she just wanted to look um presentable and just look nice for Kagan when they finally meet for her dad, right? She wants to, you know, like make a a good impression on her father. Um, so she just she looks great in the scene. Um, and so she shows up, she gives the am- one of the amulets to um, um Damascus or whatever his name is and goes in to the castle and they throw her in jail though. They're like you got to go in this prison cell and we'll come back for you later. Um and she's just like a stewing about um and then um Damaster Gives Ben Kingsley, uh, it's the rib. It's just like a, ri- it's just like a, a weird fucking bone. It doesn't even like really look like a, a mm-hmm. rib or anything. Mm-hmm. It looks weird. Um, and then we have, uh, Michael Madsen and his buddy out. This is like the storming the castle scene from Princess Bride when they're just like, well, what are we going to do? Uh, we don't have, uh, Carrie Elways with us, but we do got this Chinese gunpowder. <laughs> so they just fucking throw it at the gates and just blow it up and uh they just fucking come in swords a blazing and just start hacking up poor innocent like villagers that are just like what are you doing
1: now and I want they just a kill TV everybody on the sci-fi with these two guys just called swords a blazing where they just run into a town <laughs> and murder everyone and no one does anything about it or says shit because you know brimstone
0: right yeah yeah, yeah they go to they go to brimstone and yeah. but they get locked up too because they're just uh, just too outnumbered. Not even um, their blazing swords. Uh, that could be another one too—a sequel to Blazing Saddles, Blazing Swords, and Mel Brooks can Mel Brooks and Uwe Boll can team up to make a, a movie, um, which would be great. Um, and now they're all in jail though. Now, so like they throw uh, Michael Matson and his buddy, and then Rain—they're all fucking in in prison now. Um, and. Uh, You know, like, they're just, I don't know. They finally come and get Rain and and bring her out, but they leave the other dudes in there. And I guess they're going to do some sort of, uh, they have to do some sort of ritual to get, like, the eye out of her. Because, of course, Ben Kingsley now has, like, two of the amulets, but Blood, or Rain, has the other one that she's absorbed in her eye. So they somehow have to do this fucking thing, a seance or some sort of thing to get the eye out of her and i don't even know i guess but <laughs> god damn it <laughs> see
1: see this is when i, was I know like, okay, break you know what i mean i'll make some coffee contemplate life you know yeah
0: like um, w- w- why am i doing this I don't with know. my life I, I'm, honestly
1: <laughs> i really didn't even know what the fucking point of all these artifacts were you know what i mean like yeah it's just... artifacts <sighs> yeah yeah like, it, I know um, people want to go. This is bad, but I'm like, it's not. It's incoherent. It's not. You know it's what, not it, bad enough to be bad. It's just. In, I don't know what the fuck is going on.
0: And I have to give credit to my wife here because um, I I actually voiced that same thing. I uh, was we we're watching and we we're like, why are do, are these artifacts? What is the point? And she asked, is like, oh, is that something to do with the video game? And I was like, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> like, I don't. I've never really played them that much. Like, maybe it is. Like. I don't know if you remember enough about the game or anything. Sketch, Is, was there any sort of like collecting of t- talismans or fucking? I didn't play the original ribs?
1: game. It was one of those like yeah. Xbox like third I don't, third person games yeah. with like motion blur gave me headaches. So mm-hmm. i I got to play a little bit of the the, the side scrolling one with the, you know later, right. but I don't remember if there was talismans and shit. I was just cutting shit up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> kind of. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I don't know like maybe because I'm just trying to think of like how much of the source material did Ube go with versus just how much did he fucking completely throw out because if 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 he took Guinevere's script and only used 20% of that and if she based much of her script off the game source material um I would imagine there's very very little in it and so maybe maybe the rib is the only fucking piece of the source material that's even left in this anymore? Um, so anyway, like Michael Madsen and them are like jump into the fucking uh, big room trying to get Rain uh, Saver, and she gets out. Uh, meanwhile, being Kingsley's basically about to absorb the rib, um, which I would have loved if this was like if there was like meat left on the rib and he just had to eat it like a baby back rib from like chilies or something <laughs> like he just is just like sitting there put some barbecue sauce on it and he just has to just enjoy it's, some it's, Blair I ribs. Could see the,
1: i could see the the like if they had done like uh what's that when they put a coke in a movie Was that sponsor
0: yeah like a uh, yeah I, I, like you know I sponsorships like,
1: uh, like when um wayne's world right like he used to like
0: mm-hmm. he used to, <laughs> dropping
1: pizza so here they could have dropped chili's ribs and, and then in the commercial for the chili's ribs it would have been like it's raining ribs <laughs> <laughs> oh god. and she's in there with michelle rodriguez and michael madsen's having a margarita you know
0: <laughs> oh my god and all
1: the vampires have punch bowl mouth from all the you know it looks like she ate oh my god she ate. It's like nah it's just it's just sauce you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh and then okay god this this is a scene that killed me so um, Michael Madsen is now like he's he he gets bitten by all these vampires and stuff, and he's like dying. They have him, they are holding him down, and Ben Kingsley just comes over nonchalantly and just like stabs, runs him through with a sword, and it's all CGI. But his fucking Michael Madsen's face doesn't. There's no change in his expression. He just got stabbed. Completely through his chest, and he's just like looking at him. He's like, "Thank you, I could finally be done with this goddamn movie." Um, he's dead now. Um, and fucking Damascus ends up stabbing Sean William Scott, but not before Sean William Scott can cut Damascus' De- 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 fucking neck off, and so basically at this point like everyone's dying and then the only two people left are her and Brain and Ben Kingsley and we get this like fight scene with fucking the terminator and Gandhi. And that's what is happening here. Father and daughter, Gandhi ah, and Terminator. I
1: guess, man. This this <laughs> choreography is something else, man.
0: It's terrible.
1: I'm kind well, of like, you... you know what, man? I remember I love. You ever seen the movie Mask of Zorro? Uh, no. I with, with, no? It's, it's a pretty good movie. I enjoy it a lot. Um, is
0: that the, is that the Johnny Depp one?
1: No, Mask of Zorro's with Antonio Banderas and Catherine. Oh, Dario. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I did see it. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Was,
1: really was good. Yeah. But in the beginning, uh, so, um, look, there's no Mexicans in this movie, you know, in, in, <laughs> in Marco Zorro. So you got to just roll with that, you know, it's a little, it's a little, yeah, a little yeah. it's a little, down right. down. but they got, um, Anthony Hopkins to play Zorro, which I know
0: deeply racist. oh jesus christ but in the
1: beginning he's doing zoro shit and like he's leaping off fucking shit and doing flips and you're like no fucking
0: way you know but <laughs> but you know you roll with it
1: because the stunt works really good and they mm-hmm. did find some dudes who had a similar bulk and i'm like maybe they sh- could have at least attempted that with kingsley but like they're doing yep. that weird like born identity shaky cam cl- to try to make things look like they're
0: you know mm-hmm. happening
1: more than they're really happening
0: um, Rain also does that scorpion kick thing that uh, what's her name from um, The Matrix does. The thing for the,
1: so, Oh, oh the you
0: know like the scorpion kick where she like kicks her leg from behind her and like hits yeah, the dude right, in the right.
1: face. So you say scorpion, I'm like scorpion from Mortal. Kombat? I think that's I what
0: they kidding? called it. A sc- <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's what they called it a scorpion kick because huh? it's supposed to look like a scorpion fucking tail uh, or stinger or whatever. Yeah, no
1: one kicks oh, like I that. Guess. You guys someone trying that in UFC like. <laughs> It
0: would there's like it wouldn't even hurt like it's there's not there's I I can see
1: someone trying that in UFC the first season when it was like just Ultimate Fighter you know yeah doing Mm -hmm.
0: all weird shit and yeah that'd be fun oh that's hilarious and so um Ben Kingsley's like beats her finally and he's about to like he stabs her in the shoulder he's about to kill her he's got this like weird like scalpel or something um. And he's going to take her eye out and absorb the, like, the last talisman. And then, <clears throat> um, Sean William Scott is still alive, but he's, 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 he's hurting. He's not doing good over there, but he's like, Kagan and Kagan, of course stops and turns. And, uh, he throws a bottle of the, the water, I guess that I, I, this whole time I thought it was like fucking vodka, but apparently it's just water. And, um, Ben Kingsley catches the bottle and then he shoots a crossbow at it shatters the crossbow and gets a few drops on Ben Kingsley. And, uh, Ben Kingsley's like all burnt and shit. And then he's about to kill her. Um, blood. He's about to go rain with it. And then we get this great little flashback of, cause he's sitting on top of her. Here's and what then get, we, on.
1: He throws that bottle, but he has to be able to shoot with an arrow for it to explode. Meanwhile, every other fucking bottle in this movie instantly explodes when they hit someone in the head.
0: Barely touches someone and it just shatters. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Shatters like Metal Gear Solid 2 physics. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) And so then he takes, he grabs the arrow, he's gonna stab, um, uh, fucking Rain with it. And then, but she takes it and stabs him in the chest with it instead. And then he's dead. He fucking dies, he cackles and he's all dying and shit. Michael Madsen's dead. Um, Sean William Scott's dying and He's just like, oh, it's my time. I think she says that she was going to turn him or something. Like, and, but he doesn't want to, to become a a vampire. And then she's the only one fucking alive now. And everyone in this, in all of Romania is now dead (laughs) other than, than rain. And so what does she do? She just, in a whole room full of dead people, she just goes onto Kagan's throne and, and sits down on it and, this must be kind of the, um, the scene from like, uh, Conan. Was it the destroyer or, co- or the conqueror when he, um, he becomes king? And that's, he must have taken that, that piece from, from Conan. And it just shows her sitting on the throne, all fucking dead faced, no expression, which is a perfect encapsulation of this whole movie. No acting, just. Reading lines and it
1: moves and so just, fucking slow. Like it's supposed to be mm-mm. this Conan, you know, the Conan where he, he's on the throne. Yeah, but I'm just like, how? I, I mean, like,
0: okay, first it just off, zooms in on her face and fades to black.
1: There's no one else in that castle, right? So was she just gonna, like, <laughs> is
0: she gonna? It's, it's like the credits, the
1: after credits. I I did check to see if there was an after credit sequence. Should just been her like mopping the place up or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Like you know, oh, god. She's
1: setting up some sensi wax. You know, she's got. <laughs> it
0: it <laughs> she would have been funny little... for like a scene of like Billy Zane coming. Yeah, Billy Zane. And she's like, like... <laughs> "What happened to my daughter?" And she's like, Ooh, yeah. "You know,
1: she set up a little shrine to Mike madsen You know.
0: Yep. About about that. Yeah. Oh my god! So that's man, shit, dude. Like we we, we got through it, man. Whew. We we did this. I can't I can't believe it. We got through Blood Rain, and you know what? Like, I don't think it was his worst movie. You know what? I want to. I I I, I have not seen Postal. Did you ever watch Postal?
1: I told you I have not watched any U V Bowl films until so. <laughs>
0: We're gonna have to change that.
1: Uh we will not.
0: <laughs> let's just not, see how
1: the whole corona thing goes before we start ruining my life any further, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this is this is give it a bit. Does that
0: oh. So I'll say this, okay. So um Blood Rain has a two point nine okay. uh on IMDB out of ten. Right. Um Postal has a four point five out of ten. And so um Postal was made in two thousand seven, so he did make another movie. Um, after, uh, after this film. So let's just go really quickly. I want to see his filmography, um, <laughs> really quickly. Um, cause he was making stuff up until 2017. Um, his, uh, his last film was Rampage President Down. Um, and then it looks like, okay, so he did a, I don't know if that's like based on, that's, the, no, that, that's not based on the game um i was like wait a second
1: no that Um, rampage movie was with the cgi monkey
0: yeah this is just this is just a fucking another just looks like terrorist stupid movie it looks like the last actual like license off those
1: dudes in la right who like remember those guys who robbed a bank and were all like the body armor and shit
0: oh is that what it was so i think he based Uh, that off uh, probably I mean, um, yeah, like his,
1: his la- I mean, the visual, I guarantee you, that's
0: where he got it. Like, all of his mm-hmm. stuff
1: comes from the violence of the mid-2000s, you know? Like, yeah. That was his era, you know?
0: He did In the Name of the King, The Last Mission, um, which I think was based on... What was that based off of? Was That, that was a... Shitty game. It must have been... Based on some game, I don't. He should have know.
1: gone out and made his own musical with the Bard's Tale.
0: You know what I mean? Oh, it's based on Dun- Dungeon Siege. Sure, I've never seen it. Um,
1: now, what what do you think is worse? A worse representation of Dungeon Siege that movie or a mobile, like one of those mobile games? <laughs> remember they made like Dungeon Keeper mobile, and everyone got oh run. god. Like, if, do you do, which which do you think would be revered better? A Yui Bowl, Dungeon. Dungeon, uh, fucking Master. Seed. Dungeon Seed, whatever. Fuck it. Dungeon Master. Yeah, Dungeon Master is the one they made. Film or a shitty mobile free-to-play game? Which
0: would be worse? Yeah. The fucking film. 100%. Really? <laughs> it has to be. Right, I no, think no, it has okay, to be okay, better. Right, okay. or worse.
1: Right. Um,
0: I think... <sighs> I would rather. I'll say this. I would rather watch the movie than play the game. So maybe that's, um, maybe that's what it, you right, know, right, fucking right. says. So, um, how many Uve um, bowls out of ten would you give this film?
1: <laughs> I think Scotty said something about toilet bowls. Give you <laughs> like the toilet paper, the toilet bowl. Because
0: we've been trying this whole time. We've been trying to think what we we need a rating system. Toilet bowl, and right? we haven't we haven't been able to figure this out. But I'm maybe we'll just to use. talk
1: shit because you'll come beat the fucking crap out of us, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
0: oh so. man, um, we'll do toilet bowl, and then how many toilet bowls out of ten would you give this? Film?
1: You know, it's hard. It's hard with like a numerical score because I mean, what's a two point nine and a three point two? I mean, what's the real
0: difference? We're not going to do a hundred point scale. Let's just do one out of ten.
1: Okay. Uh That makes it a little. Uh, I'd say two. You know, it's got it. There's there's room to fail further. You know, like yeah. I said, is there's sets mm. with people in it. You know what I mean? Like there's there's decent makeup work. You know, like there's a somewhat you know sci-fi TV show like ability here to turn this into something that you know. What I mean, like compared to the Witchblade show, it's about the same. You know, remember the Witchblade TV show?
0: Like it's about. I never watched it. It's around God. there, you know.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe the Witchblade's a little better. I mean, would you? You did you see Ch- Street Fighter Chun Li, Legend of Chun Li?
0: Is that the? That's not the anime, is it? No, the live action
1: one with Christian. No, Clark. I didn't. Uh, yeah, well, we'll have to do that sometime and see which you know which stacks up better. You know.
0: <laughs> I oh, think two,
1: two, two out of ten.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give it three toilet bowls out of ten. Um, because like asleep. you said, I did fall asleep ten <laughs> minutes into the movie. See, I that's literally...
1: fair because you had a moment of peace. You know what I mean? I know, but, I yeah, know. Because
0: so I, I, I was watching it and I'm like, oh God, I'm just getting really tired. And I, I honestly, I I told Jamie, I'm like, you know what, you can watch something. I'm just going to take a nap. And then I slept for about an hour or so, woke back up and mm-hmm. and – started watching it again. I got right back to it. I was like, I just needed, I needed a nap. I was not, my, my mindset was not ready for this film and I had just to to take a nap and kind of reset myself and I got through it. I got through it. Um, so there was some redeeming qualities about it. Like I said, I think some of the sets were really good. Um, I say really good. I, I mean that, you know, like in, you know, in context for what the rest of the film was, um, in, by comparison. So, but there were some good parts in it. Um, I, I thought Billy Zane was the bright spot in the whole film. He was the one, one actor that actually seemed to try it while everyone else was just like, fuck it. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it, it is what it was. It was, uh, a blood rain film. And would you believe it or not? They went, this was not the last blood rain move. Yeah, there is, there there's more sequel. of these.
1: Yeah. I only know that because when I type blood rain in it, tried to auto correct me to the soup. I'm like, Oh no, no, hold down. <laughs> hold down there. Cowboy. You know what I mean? Let's oh, not like get all ahead of yourself.
0: <laughs> Let me see. I'm, there is a blood rain. And then there's uh blood rain. The third Reich that came out in 2011. Um... Oh shit. Th- this one was directed by Uwe Boll also. Oh my god. Um blood uh, I guess what is going on here. So Blood Rain 2 Deliverance came out in 2007. And then that one was let's see if Uwe did that. Um yeah, so he did that one. He did a trilogy of of Blood Rain movies. I that's amazing. Um we're going to have to figure this out some more. Um, cause I want to know like what he did. So blood rain, the third Reich, she is fighting Nazis, <laughs> which is, I don't understand how that happens. Cause she was in the 18th century. So now she's just like, let's mm-hmm. just fast forward like what 200 years or whatever. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and now she's just going to fight zombies. And she got um, a heck
1: is, of a boob job. Apparently. Yeah. I'm looking Yeah,
0: and, and along the way, they just, they changed actors. Um,
1: the heck you say
0: i guess that it also had a um a blood rain tv show like it looks like a german oh, no, tv they show a
1: blood rain tv show they just called it blood rain the movie <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah but this looks like a separate thing that's like uh an actual like at uh, three episode tv you, show or something you I like I how she know. got
1: normal swords moving forward too
0: mm-hmm. yeah because they realized how stupid it was like it's just does not make any sense to fucking do this um uh yeah man um we're gonna have to maybe one of these days we'll you know get a wild hair and try to do one of these blood rain movies again um
1: yeah, sure maybe yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know what we're gonna do next i don't know um what where do we go
1: from here? Right, Buffy, right. Where do we yeah. go?
0: <laughs> I was thinking about calling. I, 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 I threw it out there about calling an in audible into doom earlier. Yeah, but I wasn't uh,
1: gonna let you. I wasn't gonna let you make the watch this movie and then we not fucking talk about it. I mean, yeah, like, I'm
0: this? glad we did. I'm glad we did because I actually had with this. Um, it was it was a fun movie. It wasn't fun to watch. It was fun to kind of. Reminisce and shit oh. on it. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> afterwards,
0: yeah, yeah. you know, that Rob was seems to part. be
1: entertaining when he's fucking annoyed. You know, like
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the Rob I love.
1: Huh. All right. So. <laughs>
0: well, thank you. <laughs> um,
1: my wife, my wife, uh, a little different, a little different on that. Yep.
0: <laughs> so maybe you know what? If if nothing else, this allowed you to like release some pin-up frustration and everything else that um, oh, I sit on you the know.
1: couch. And my little schnauzer has a squeaker that he has to hold by the balls. And so he brings up and he, he squeaks it and the, the the squeaker's right in the balls. So he's just squeaking in the balls and then he drops it. I just throw it while this movie's going on for, <laughs> for
0: 25 minutes. That's hilarious.
1: Minutes. Yeah, nope, he just like, chases after it, you know?
0: <laughs> in, like, self-isolation, I'm sitting here with my dog chewing up some pet balls and I'm watching Uwe Balls movies. Yep, that's, that's your life now. <laughs> oh man all right i think it's time to get week uh thank you for listening to this uh we really appreciate uh you know all our patrons everyone that's been supporting us um and we you know we hope you enjoyed this episode if you are interested in joining our patreon you can go to patreon.com slash megavisions if you want to keep up with the latest uh, Sega News and everything else and reviews and all that good stuff, you can go to our website. It's megavisionsmag.com and be sure to uh, follow us on all the various social media platforms to keep up with the latest that's going on with the magazine, the website and the latest Sega News. Alright, that's going to do it. We are out until next time. See you later. later. daughter a mighty leader she could name the end or the beginning of the world as we know a prophet
1: they have been talking for years that Caden was in
0: search of a prodigious child or is she a young hero but make us think that you won't attack a guardian a land ruled by evil a secret society of Avengers This is the headquarters of the Brimstone Society Physical strength means nothing I do not intend to stop fighting For a second Will the world be ruled by light or darkness? About to witness the beginning of the new era